You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia. Stop the pigeon, 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 how? Nab him, jab him, tab him, grab him, stop that pigeon now! Introducing our Pigeon Radio Australia presenter and executive producer of the show, Ivan Fonti. Good morning and welcome to another edition of Pigeon Radio Australia brought to you here on our great community radio station, which is 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. You can catch Pigeon uh, Radio Australia at pigeonmedia.com.au and Southern FM at southernfm.com.au. And have we got a show for you today? Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we've got from Belgium... Because uh, somebody here clocked a pigeon from Tassie that was bred off the pigeon of Rosier's Birds from Belgium. So we've got Jelly and also the guy that clocked the pigeon, Mr. Peter Huang, coming on to tell us about that. And we have Marco Motta who won the 500 Federation in the Greater Melbourne Pigeon Federation. And his bird was bred by Slav Radich, so we thought it would be a good idea because Slav has bred so many birds for so many people this year to get him on. So we've got him on coming as well. So let's get on with the show. Pigeon Radio Australia. And the falcon is here. Not the falcons that attack our pigeons, but we've got the Maltese falcon. Come closer. I want to talk to you. I'm going to tell you an astounding story. The story of the Maltese falcon. 600 years, the falcon has carried the mystery of a fabulous wealth under its grotesque wing. For the Maltese falcon... Introducing, once again, to Pigeon Radio Australia, our regular and the original Maltese Falcon, Tony Barbara. Good morning, Mr. Maltese, Tony Barbara Falcon. How are you this morning, mate? 
Good evening, good morning to you, good morning, Joe, good morning listeners, and good morning to everybody around the web. Yes, certainly good morning to every. We've got a good show this morning, uh, Tony. We've got a lot of people yeah, waiting on the line right. to come on. Yeah? It's an interesting show. It will be very interesting. All right, well, we've got an interesting show, and here's an interesting character. Folks, let's give him a warm welcome back to Pigeon Radio Australia. Introducing the one and only Pigeon Racing Italian Stallion, Joe Angelino. And here he is, the character himself, Mr. Joseph Angelino. Or should I say Giuseppe? Hello, Joe. Good morning. <laughs> good morning, good morning, good morning to the listeners. Hello, Ivan, and hello, Tony. How are we? Good, yeah. That's good, that's good. <laughs> What's wrong, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> oh, some kind of for you. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, oh. Oh, what a show have we got today, mate. Jeez. Mm, we've got, all got uh, nice, good yeah. Some good listeners. Good, uh, we've got Belgium, we've got yeah, Greater good Melbourne, good everything. Oh, good breeders, too. Good, good breeders. breeders. Oh, top breeder. Well, Blake, have any fit? Erjan, Rob Rostevsky, Marco Mora. Yeah. Two birds in the five. Two, not one, two, and the six. And, and the, the six. Door bats as well. Yeah, you're right. And he's bred for a lot of other people too. Don't worry about that. Great show today. So stay tuned, guys. Mm. Um, it's going to be awesome. It is going to be awesome. Now, talking about awesome, VPR presentation night, Mr. Angelino. Mate, it's what a night. It's going to be a fantastic night. Mm. It's... Uh, we're having it, Ivan, you know the details of the place, because it's, we're having yeah, it. Yeah, done vegan cottage six, or oh, hang on a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. You read the address, you got it there? Yeah, I've got yeah, the address. Good, all right, yeah, let's go. The address, the address, where are you? Address, I'm blind here. Huh. Uh, well, anyway, let me read it. So, the Victorian Pigeon Organisation's presentation night, yeah. it's uh, $40 per person, mm. dinner provided, alcohol, and non-alcoholic drinks uh, sold at bar prices. Oh. Friday, 2nd of December, guys. Friday night, 2nd of yep, December Friday from 6pm. 6pm uh, yeah, to 12, 12 a.m. Until, until, yeah, until we all turn into pumpkins. Exactly. <laughs> so where is it? It's in Melton, Dunn Vegan Cottage, 68 to 74 Reserve Road, Melton. So... Yeah. Guys, um, if anyone's interested, you don't have to be, be from the VPO. You're, anyone's welcome to come. If you're interested in coming, contact Ivan or myself. Um, and, yeah, just let us know. And, and have a dance. Mate, come, come have a dance, have a chat. We'll be Joe talking. Angelino's going to sing Shut Up of Your Face. I'm going to sing a Shut Up of Your Face. That'll be the last song of the night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's the matter, you? Hey, what are you thinking? Anyway, I better stop. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah. 
Come, yeah, if you guys, if guys and girls want to come, friends, come along. It's going to be a great night. You're going to see this man in action, Mr. Ivan Fonte, <laughs> at his best. Yeah. He's going to be singing and, um, yeah. Uh, uh, Tony, you know, he's... Uh, you, he's good. He's good. I'm How many times you. you go with him? All lots, the lots time. Of time. All the time. Yeah. And what do they say goes. to him? What do they say to him when he's almost finished? A lot of people go around him. And they say more, more, yeah. more. So he stays more, doesn't he? he stays well, longer. well, today they left us uh, what uh, about three quarters of an hour over. They over. don't want, want him to leave. Oh <laughs> Jesus! They didn't want you to leave today. <laughs> oh my God! Well, there you go. When you're good, you're good. Uh, you so, like I said, if you, anyone's interested in coming, uh, contact Ivan or myself and. Yeah, you're more than welcome to come along. It'll be good night. Yeah. Good night. Be. Yeah. We're going to have more fun and plenty of food. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course. That's good. Well, we've already got a lot of, you know, people coming from other federations. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. So oh, Booked already. Booked. booked. Yeah, they're already coming, so it's good. So that's why we're uh, announcing it on the radio. So if anyone wants to come, anyone else wants to come, let us know. And, um, yeah, it'll be great yeah. to have you come along. Yeah, now, the other thing I want to mention before we have a break is the Breeders' Plate, Victorian Pigeon Organisation Breeders' Plate. You've been selling rings, I've been selling rings. Who else has been selling rings? Yes, yeah, so we've got um, Albie Bell that's selling rings, uh, Angela Alvarez is selling rings, oh, uh, you've got Gerard Barry, he's selling rings, yeah. and uh, who else is there? Uh, Frank Di Pasquale, obviously. Yeah, he's yeah. Uh, he's selling rings as well. Eddie. And Eddie Eddie Sakovsky. Sakovsky. Uh, <laughs> you've got Ivan Fonti selling rings, and yeah. I've got uh, and I'm selling some rings as well. Now, just explain how this works with these rings. Well, let me some tell people you. might not have been listening last week, so they want to know. Well, I'll tell you. You buy yeah. five rings, right? Mm. They're thirty dollars each. You buy five, you get one green nom ring free. So mm. that ring, that green ring, is actually a you don't you don't put, have, to, you don't put have to put it on the birds. But the five, the the five rings you buy, the yellow ones, they have to be put on the birds. Uh. So the nom ring, you keep that in an envelope. You nominate a pigeon on the night, uh. and you, then you bring it uh, to the you know the and the what's VPO. the first prize? Ten thousand dollars. And how many positions do you pay? We pay we pay twenty positions and listen to this guys. Mm. So we pay from obviously first to the tenth, from eleventh to twentieth we give out two rings, two rings for uh, from eleventh to twentieth. Now what, those rings, what those kind of rings, Mister Andrew? I'll tell you what kind. <laughs> these are <laughs> these are the nom, nom rings. And there's more. And there's more. But wait, there's more. These are nom rings. Yeah. So. Technically, to get one of these nom rings, it's going to cost you $150 to get a nom ring, yeah? Because you you, if you buy rings. five, you get one free. So you're getting two. So technically, so if you get 11th, yeah, that's for two rings, that's 600 bucks, yeah. mate. So from 11th, so even if you come 11th, even 20th is a good price. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's, what, that's how we're rolling. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Right. We've filled in everybody on that. Anything else you want to fill them in on? Mate, let's just get some food, and I want to fill myself with some food. That's about it. Some egg and bacon, egg and bacon, coffee. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, let's take a break, and we'll be back after this. Let's do it, mate. For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages, and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed, and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals, and grits for pigeons and other breeds. 
Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Tara Meat. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Tara Meat stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484 340 551. Southern FM sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rhonefried Pigeon Products. Rhonefried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons' inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor Pigeon Racing Victoria presents the Victoria Cup 2023. With a guaranteed first prize of $100,000, Australia's biggest race is on again, this time from Cobar, New South Wales. Sign up now for the Victoria Cup. It's on Sunday the 24th of September 2023. Rings are $100 each with one free ring for every 10 purchased. For details, visit pigeonracingvictoria.com. Southern FM Sponsor. Wildlife Victoria is a non-profit emergency response service assisting wildlife in need across Victoria 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. If you encounter sick, injured or orphaned wildlife, call Wildlife Victoria on 03 8400 Wildlife Victoria depends on public donations to run its emergency response service. Support Wildlife Victoria by making a donation to wildlifevictoria.org.au. We all know how to cook meat, yeah? If it looks cooked, it probably is cooked, right? Wrong. When cooking meat, it's all about the temperature, especially if you want to avoid food poisoning. It doesn't matter if you're cooking kangaroo, bush turkey, burgers or snags, the easiest way to check that the meat is perfectly and safely cooked is to use a meat thermometer. To check the safe temperature for whatever kind of meat you're cooking, head to foodsafety.asn.au. A message from the Food Safety Information Council. This is DDZ, your captain speaking. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Travel the world musically speaking, from the Eiffel Tower to the Rialto, from the Colosseum to the Pyramids, from the London Bridge to Golden Gate. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. for International Caravan with your captain, DDZ. Summer's back, and that means cricket's back. It also means the South East Cricket Association panel is back. 
every Sunday morning here on Southern FM from 10.30 until noon. Tune in to hear all of the results, the gossip and the news from the South East Cricket Association. Southern FM, your home of local sport. They call me the seeker. Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM. The sounds of the Bayside. All the way, down under, in Melbourne, Australia. The only devoted racing pigeon radio show, in the world. Stop the pigeon, 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 stop the pigeon. We have on the line from the Greater Melbourne Pigeon Federation and the Springvale Racing Pigeon Club, and he won the 500 Mile Federation, and that's Mr. Marco Moda. Hello, Marco. How are you? And welcome to Pigeon Radio Australia. Uh, thank you. How are you? Yeah, good. Congratulations on winning the 500, mate. Yeah, thank you very much. So tell us, what did you clock? Uh, he's a friend of mine, Slav Brit for me, the first fed. Oh, very good. Jeez, yeah. Slav's been breeding a few pigeons for a few people. They've done well in the fed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Another friend, few few weeks ago, win the fed too with one of his birds. Yeah. That's very yeah, this, good. This one, I think, is Cookman Benloon. Oh, very good. Excellent. And did you yeah. only get the one bird or did you have more? I have three on the day. Three on the day. That's pretty good from 500 miles. And were they yeah. far, far in gaps between them or did you, did you have any on the drop together or how did that work? Uh, I have one and then... I think nine minutes after is the second one come is Gee, six, that's all right. six fed. Very good. Come six fed. So you got first fed and six fed. Yeah, yeah. Oh, bravo! Very good, mate. That's excellent. Anyway, there's Joe Angelino here. I'm sure he's got a few questions for you. Marco, how are you, mate? Good, Joe. How are you? I'm very good. Congratulations on winning the fed, mate. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank just, you. I'm just, very happy. Yeah, you would be very happy. You drink a bit of rakia or what? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Why not, mate? Why not? Hey, listen. Um. So yeah, what what was the blood? What was the bloodline of the bird? Coopman. What was it? Uh, Coopman Van Loon. Coopman Van yeah. Loon was it? Yeah, Coopman oh, Van nice, Loon. Nice, nice, very yeah. good. Yeah, and um, what about the second one that you clocked? What was that? What what was the bloodline? Is a is a Jensen. Oh, nice Jansons, mate. Yeah. See, they can do it. I've... Yeah, Jensen. Yeah. Jansons. Did you breed that one yourself, or the yeah, second one? Yeah. yeah, the second yeah, one. The second one I did. Yeah. Oh, very good. Listen, we want to win the Fed next year, the five hundred. So we need you to tell us how you prepared your pigeons for the five hundred. How much you fed them? Training? What did you do, mate? Tell us what you did. You might help yeah. some people, you know, that are listening. Yeah, I've been feeding whatever you want to eat mm-hmm. and some vitamins. Yeah. Yeah, and did a couple toss. Then that's it. <laughs> how far? How no, far? How no. far the tossing? 
I, I did one long one. I went to Berlin, and then I did a short one on Tuesday, just twenty k's, and because the weather not been that good that week too. Yeah, you're gonna and, keep, you're gonna keep it yeah, on and over. I put them in and. One come, very good. <laughs> very, very good. Yeah, in fact, very good and won the Fed. That's fantastic. And six, and six Fed. Wow. And what, um, yeah. so how much, what, what was the feed? What, what was the feed that you were giving them? Who, who did you buy it off? Sorry, the feed. Uh, normal, I feed uh, Fernando food. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, just Fernando food. Yeah. And I put a little bit more Cephalo and that's it. Yeah, nice one. Nice one. Very good, very good. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, and, and you done good in the 600 too. Where did you come in the six? You, you done all right there too. I uh, come second third in the six. Is second third in the six. Well, well done. <laughs> You're a champion. Long in the five and second in the six. So, hey, listen, Marco, you haven't been racing pigeons very long. How long have you been racing pigeons now? Uh, it's 10 years now. Well, that's that's and that's a fair while. Every thing, year yes. you learn something, and oh, yeah. every year is different. <laughs> and tell me, Marco, how many pigeons did you start the season with? I breed a hundred, hundred and ten. Yeah, and then I start with a hundred, around a hundred pigeons. Yeah, beautiful. And yeah, I still have twenty-four left, some injured ones. But yeah, yeah. Do you have um? Do you, do you separate them or do you keep them together from start to finish? I keep them together because I don't have time. It's separate. When you toss, then you got to separate and I don't have time. I keep all together and, yeah. Yeah, that's it. And, and yeah... And they did the job, yeah? Like some people say, uh, oh, if you keep them together, you know, they pair up, lay, lay eggs and no good. So yeah, I have some some lay eggs. Mm. Then I can't send. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. So, um, what about medica- What about um, medicating your birds? How often would you medicate the birds? I medicate three and three weeks. Sol and doxycline, doxycline, ten percent. Yeah. And triple X. And sometimes coxie, I try do different three three weeks roughly. Okay. Do different one one I do for respiratory, another one coxie or canker. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's good. That's and good. some probiotics too. What about what about natural natural products like? Um, Garlic, honey, apple cider vinegar. Do you use anything like that as well during the season or not? Yeah, I use the garlic oil. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I put in the food. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, the, that's all. Okay. So, sometimes I cut garlic, put in the water. Yeah, just, that's a good idea. And, yeah, no, nothing special. What about when the pigeons come home from the race? What do you give them in the water? What do you put in the water when they're going to come home? I put the electrolytes. Electrolytes, yeah. Yeah, every race when it comes, you have electrolytes in the water. Yeah, so with the pigeons when they come home, do you you give them light mix for a couple of days and then feed them normal, or how do you feed the birds when they come? Yeah, on the short distance, I feed light, 
and then the week go, I start feel more heavy. Yeah. Uh, first of all, when it passed the 350 miles, the birds eat, eat, eat food left over there, you know, <laughs> eat whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. And uh, uh, when when you breed your pigeons, when you breed your stock pigeons, do you have many stock pigeons or? I have, a, I breed just of 24 pairs. Oh, nice. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. And how do you pair them up? Do you put them, uh, do you put, you know, do you put winner to winner or do you like to put a certain bloodline together? How, how, how do you pair your stock birds up? I just I put winner to winner. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. birds coming goods. I stock if you win clock and try one maybe no click with this cock then next year I put different cock and try, you know. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's two good pigeons together. Maybe it's no breed nothing special but yeah. if you change it's different yeah okay yeah very yeah. good and what about do you do you look at the eye sign or, or what do you look for in a pigeon when you want to breed a pigeon what do you the way the pigeon handle or as what look I know you you go by the results but what about do you look for you look for a nice eye or do you the way the body shape or what do you do anything no. like that I like the pigeons feel good in the hands, mm-hmm. it's, and that's it. I don't look the eye or nothing. Okay. Just, yeah. yeah, fair enough. Yeah. So, tell me, what was what was what was your the most uh, memorable moment in pigeon racing? Of course, when you clock first set. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> can't be better than that. Can't, yeah, can't be that. But that's not you. Is that your first fed win or you won fed before? Uh, last year, I win one race in the Croydon Classic. Croydon Classic? I come first. Yeah, and Croydon Classic. That's excellent. Well done. Yeah. And this year, and last year, or the year before, I win two. But it's not many flyers because we have the COVID. Yeah. And I have one first fed too, and this year another one. <laughs> so you, you got so. two first feds this year? No, no, this year I only have one. Oh, only one the, this the, year? Last year, last year. Last year you got one? Yeah. Mm, beautiful, yeah. well done, well done. That's good. Hey, not many, there's a lot of people that have been flying for many, many years and still haven't won a federation, you know that, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, yeah. In luck, you know. Yeah, you know that's that's very yeah, very lucky. Yeah. yeah. So, um, tell me something. What advice would you give a new flyer? I've got to keep trying. And yeah. One day you get there, you know. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you gotta you gotta try. That's right. Um, never give up. Yeah, never give up. And, yeah, can't say much. Yeah. Yeah, um, Daryl was telling us the story when you joined the Springvale Club many years ago that you walked in and he greeted you at the door and you wanted to fly pigeons and he helped you a little bit too, didn't he? Yeah, he's helped me. 
I don't speak much English at the time, even now I'm not perfect, but that's no, good. We yeah, are you speak you speak good, mate. No very worries. Good. Yeah, very good. Ten years ago I can't speak much. Yeah. It's hard to me. I understand but yeah. And I ain't there. And he's he's helped me. He gave me some pigeons too. First day I start and we toss together. And yeah, very good, he's a, very good. He's a very good man. Yeah, he is, isn't he? Very good man. Yeah, and yeah. and that's what uh, I think. If there's a new flyer, they should, you know, see someone like him. You know what I mean? There's a, there's a good yeah, man that's yeah. that willing to help. Yeah, yeah. So let me ask you one more thing. So where do, where do you see pigeon racing in ten years? Where do you see it? You think it's going to be good? It's going to be not too bad. Where, where, where do you think pigeon racing is going to be in ten years' time? Ah, uh, it's heavily. I think it's less and less flyers. Yeah, uh, it's harder. I think everyone should get together because all, all, all federations. This, this sport is dying. <laughs> all right, then let me ask you something. So, what do you think we should do or can do to make the sport? Better. Everyone should be in the same boat, you know, and work together. No. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. And how, yeah. How, how do you think we can get new flyers? How do you how do you think we can get new flyers? What should we do? Ah, uh, it's it's hard because back people don't have big backyards anymore. Mm, true. And true. Yeah. Um, you you originally come from Portugal, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Did you I race come. pigeons in Portugal or did you just start racing pigeons here when you come to Australia? I just start here, but my dad raced in Portugal still now. Oh, your dad races in Portugal? Yeah. And yeah. How, how does he go over there? Ah, he's all right. <laughs> he's, he's, yeah, he's not the best, but he's all right. How many members do they have over there? Uh, his club is probably 80-something people. Gee, that's a that's big good. club, gee. Yeah, good club. Very good. Yeah. Oh, there is different because there you clock more than one bird. Yeah, you see. And, yeah, it's more, more comp- competitive. Yeah. Because if you go a thousand birds, it's got more, but just the club, if you go a thousand birds... 25% of the pigeons is clock. You can clock 10 pigeons, you know? Yeah. And not his. Yeah. Do you think that's what they should do here in Australia too? Yeah, it's better. I think it is. Because some pigeons, a lot of times, it's your second bird home and is not worth nothing, you know what I mean? It's it's a, just, it doesn't get any, any recognition, does it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It needs to get points, it needs to get something. Yeah, it's... yeah. Even a certificate, something you know, needs recognition. Yeah, yeah, oh, true, true. Do you think Australia should do some more things that they do in Europe? That we should do some more things here that what they're doing over there because they they do different to what we do, and they used to race like we do, but now they don't. So, do you think uh, Australia should have a look at what they're doing overseas and sort of try and do the same here? 
Yeah, there is. You can learn, you know. Maybe not do everything, but some things you better there. Yeah, true. But, true. What about that yeah. big one loft race? Does your dad enter that big one loft race in Portugal? You know the one in Portugal? Yeah, no, no. 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 Gee, that's a very big event, that one in Portugal, is isn't it? Golden golden race, I think. That's the one, yeah. They yeah. have a big night. They have a big... All the flyers from all over Belgium and Holland and everybody, they go there and they have a big... Like a, like a big... Um, like a party. Yeah. yeah, like a party, like a dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's unbelievable, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I oh, see right. sometimes it's, it's good. Do you go back to Portugal to visit or do you do you ever been back there to see what they do over there? Uh, last time I went is 2015 and after that I want to go soon, but I don't oh, know yeah. when. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, next time you go, go and have a look at a few lofts and then we can get you back on the radio. You can tell us about pigeon racing in Portugal. Yeah. That'd be good because I asked the fellow that runs that big golden golden race, the one loft race, and um, he would love to come on the radio, but he doesn't speak English. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. Maybe you can find us somebody over there that can speak English and we can call them and have an interview with them. A translator. Even get a translator. Yeah, even a translator, yeah. 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 That'd be good. That'd be good, yeah. Because I know it's yeah. very popular pigeon racing in Portugal. Yeah, there's a lot of, lot of pigeon flyers there and... A lot of young ones too. There. Yeah, a lot of young people. Yeah, you're right. Hundred yeah. percent. The lofts, yeah. the lofts in Europe, are they uh, closed in, or are they all closed in the lofts, or are they yeah, open? Yeah, all closed in. Yeah, my dad and his friends is closing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, that's it. Does it? You have cold weather in Portugal, like they do in Europe, or is uh, it? No, where where I lived there before mm. is the weather is like here. Oh, is it? Okay, yeah, because yeah, Portugal's yeah, a different climate. It's more warmer weather, isn't it? Yeah, for the south, where the golden race is, the weather there is more warmer. Yeah. Up north is more cold. Okay. But where the golden race is, is warmer weather there yeah. all year. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. And what about where your father lives? What kind of climate he's got that, where he lives? Yeah, he's like here. Like here, yeah, see? Yeah, so, yeah, he's in no okay. snow. No, they don't have snow Where? yeah. No, no. Oh, that's good. And so he, when he breeds pigeons, he has a pretty good breeding season there, over there. Yeah, but they raise small old birds. Yeah, they do. Yeah, no, young ones just go for the end of the season, they go few race and keep for next year. That's right, that's what they do. Everyone do the same there. Yeah. Do you think we should do the same here in Australia? Instead of because I had I had people here from Belgium and they said to me that we uh, start racing our pigeons they're too young to race. Yeah, but if, if you do, I'm thinking young birds if you do a lot of kilometers then is for race two years old is not have many races you know there in Portugal. And here, if you push too much, maybe uh, not sure. <laughs> so, do you do you do you keep uh, a lot of yearlings and race them as two-year-olds, or you race the yearlings all the way through? 
I race all the way through. Yeah. And I clock these young birds in the five and the six, yeah. 600 miles with young birds. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, that's good. Maybe you should tell your dad to do the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Listen, listen, thank you very much for, uh, you know, having a chat with us. Well done and congratulations on winning the Fed coming uh, first and four, what was it, fourth Fed? Six. Six Fed uh, six. in the 500 and in the 600. Second you got fed. second and what they are, second and? Uh, 11, I think, the second bird, the six. Well done. You're a champion, eh? You're a champion. Jesus, good stuff, mate. Very good. Very good. What do you reckon, Tony? They were good pigeons. And congratulations for that. Yeah. Well done. And have a good season next year. Yeah, well, next year you're going to really give them a run for their money, it looks like. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, that's what we want. That's what we all want to get better and better. That's right. You know. Well done. Congratulations. Good luck for next thank year. And um, thank you. I hope you have a great breeding season. Yeah. Thank you. For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages, and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed, and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals, and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown, or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Tara Meat. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Tara Meat stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484-340-551. Southern FM sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rhonefried Pigeon Products. Rhonefried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons' inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor Pigeon Racing Victoria presents the Victoria Cup 2023. With a guaranteed first prize of $100,000, Australia's biggest race is on again, this time from Cobar, New South Wales. Sign up now for the Victoria Cup. It's on Sunday the 24th of September 2023. Rings are $100 each with one free ring for every 10 purchased. For details, visit pigeonracingvictoria.com. Southern FM Sponsor.
You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia, here from the studios of Pigeon Media in Melbourne, Australia. This is the only devoted Pigeon Radio show in the world. Tune in live worldwide via our website at www.pigeonmedia.com.au. Stop the pigeon, 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 stop the we thought it would be a good idea to get this guy on because he breeds a good good bird. And uh, none other than Slav Radich, who we have on the line for Pigeon Radio Australia. Welcome, Slav, to the radio. And uh, congratulations on breeding all these fed winners. Thank you, Ivan. <laughs> it's Thanks. very good, mate. What, what's your secret? Oh, I just put birds together and try them out, really. What do you look for when you put a bird together? Tell me, because I want to look for the same thing. <laughs> well, I just put, um, I like to put different coloured eyes together, um, good pigeons to good pigeons. Uh, try a bit of line breeding, outcrossing. Um, doesn't always work, but um, yeah, target the distance birds, target the sprint birds, if we can get any sprint birds, <laughs> you know, middle distance. And um, yeah. yeah, just put a bit of middle distance to distance. Because um, you've been doing good at all, out, you've yeah? been like there's so many people have mentioned your name that you've done good in the short races, in the middle distance, and also now in the long distance. Yeah, well, like I spoke with Marco and um, we we're training the birds, and I said, "What do you reckon?" He goes, "Oh, our best birds are in the six mm. And I said, um, "That three twenty-seven, because she was just plotting home. Mm. She was always coming about th- third or fourth bird home." I said to Mark, I reckon she can fly the distance. Oh. And he's like, you reckon we put her in? I go, I reckon you put her in. That was the Van, and, um, Loon, Van Loon. And that was the Van Loon Koopman, yeah. That's the one, yeah. Gee. Yeah, so I only bred two. Um, we lost one earlier, and it was just that, that hen. But from the start of the, the races, she really stood out. Oh. And I said to Mark, I really like this squeaker. She's just glowing. Oh. I reckon we're going to clock her. And then as we got to the 400, I said, I'm really disappointed in that hen. She's still there. Oh. But didn't show anything, you know. Oh. And um, I got stuff. I just put her in the fiver. I reckon she could do the distance, you know. And then we we're surprised. Oh. You know, sitting there on the chair, I had dinner there with him. <laughs> we we're eating our calamari and fish, and um, Marcus having a heart attack, heart attack on the chair. I'm like, What's wrong? He's like, boom, boom, pigeon, pigeon, pigeon. I turn around, and there she was on a landing board. Wow, how good's that? What was it? Was it in the dark or before dark? No, it was about um, six forty-eight, I think it was. Oh. So it was still, still daylight. Oh. So then we clocked, and I said, "Oh, gee, everyone's clocking. We're getting on the day." I didn't think they were going to come on the day. Oh. And then the second bird came, and I said, "Oh, there's, there's another one." <laughs> and then I was speaking to um, Matt Whitechurch up in Gippsland, yeah. and I said, "Oh, we got, we got our third one." I'm like, "Oh, no, too many birds around. Everyone's clocked, you know." Oh. And he's like, "I can't believe they flew five hundred miles." And I said, "Well, they're healthy, man. How can they not?" You know? Yeah, that's right. And um, that was it for that that night. And then um, I just said, look, you're lucky you clocked because we, we had a fear of, I hope I get one because it's not a good feeling if you don't get one. Oh. 
sort of brings it down a bit. Uh, yeah, and Marco, yeah. I'm trying to motivate him a lot. And Robbie as well, like we're trying to hold him there as well. you got to keep doing it. you got to keep motivated. got to keep going. Keep working. Well, the Robbie Don't done well us. earlier on in, what was that, a, sh- a sprint race, wasn't it? He'd done well with one of your pigeons. Yeah, yeah. He was very um, very motivated. Um, he had a, a death in the family and mm. he went overseas yeah. and then, uh, went over to Sydney, sorry. Um, I went down there, had a look at the birds, and I was saying to him, um, don't let pigeons trick you. I know you're saying they're flying the loft well and they look good. They're very good at disguising themselves. <laughs> I like to see a lot of down feathers in there, and I'm not seeing that much. Mm. And your droppings are a little bit off. I, I reckon there's something wrong there. Mm. You know, So can I go home, grab my stuff, and, I, and I'll treat them for you? And he's like, yeah, do whatever you want. You know. Mm. So I went to Marcus, went to my place, grabbed some stuff, come back there, treated the birds, got them right. Mm-hmm. And I said, you have to put the work in, you've got to start tossing. And then he surprised me two weeks later. He wins the fence. Yeah. <laughs> and then bus, you had one bus. in the VPO, Erjan Croc, one of your birds as well, won the fed from Rochester. Yeah, yeah, and Erjan as well. Yeah, he's um, a new flyer there. I've been talking to him, um, helping him out as well. Robbie's been helping him a lot as well. Mm. Um, trying to get the loft built for him there, you know, telling him you've got to build it off the ground, all that, you know. Yeah. Um, keep going. Um you got to keep motivated. It's a lot of work. The reason why I don't fly myself because of my work. Yeah, I was going to ask you that question. That was the next one coming. Mm. Yeah, so I still to be in it, I like to go. Um, I'm with Marco here, one minute away. All right. So I go there every single day. If I don't come one day, he rings me, where are you? <laughs> good on him. Good on him. Uh, so, good. Um, Mate, it's yeah, good that go you're helping that guy because, I mean, he came in, he couldn't speak English, yeah. And he's joined the club, and he want he, he loves to race pigeons. And mate, good on you for helping these people. I'll take my hat off to you because you're the kind of person that keeps people interested in the sport. One hundred percent right, Ivan. Yeah, like when I when I first started, I didn't know nothing at all, and um, I wasn't getting birds home. I had one pigeon, I remember, back in the VHA, mm. and I wasn't getting them home, and I, I couldn't work it out why. And um, I had um. Uh, I can mention four good people: hmm. Nick Lakiotis, yeah, Mark Mark Vella, yeah, the Hater Brothers, and yeah. George Iliadis. Yeah. Like they really looked after me. They they said, "Come down, have a coffee with us, and Gee, we'll show cool. you what what we do and how we do yeah. it." And and they're they're top flyers. Yeah, and um, yeah, they were really good to me, Mark. And Vella, that rubs off when people treat you nice and they breed birds for you, and that it's you sort of hold that, don't you? Because when I, I originally joined the Springvale Club when I was a young kid, right? And yeah. I don't know if you remember Ken Letch. Do you remember Ken Letch? Yeah, yeah, I remember him, yeah. Yeah, and I joined, I was like 14 or something. I joined the Spring, Springvale Club, and the next morning after I joined, here's Ken Letch on my doorstep. How you going, son? I said, I'm good, Ken. He says, I brought you some birds for your stock shed. And he had a stack of baskets, like about eight baskets in, on my doorstep, full of pigeons. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and like that rubbed off on me. So now when I see somebody that's starting, I just go into my stock loft and if, if I've got babies, I'll just grab the babies and say, here, take them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you help them out, you know. Yeah. And they really appreciate And the biggest thing with this sport is friendship, you know. Um, I like to have I like to have friendship where you can ring up, talk about the birds, what are you clocking. Uh, another good friend of mine is Glenn Perry. I breed him some birds as well. Oh, if yeah. I need something off him, I can grab something off him. Oh, good. You know, it's like he's there's, got no, very good there's no money too. involved. Is 
is just they're really, really good people. Well, that's how pigeon racing used to be years ago when I started as a kid. That's what it's like. People, to be used, people used to help you. They used to breed your birds. We used to swap pigeons. You know, if they, if you did well in a race, oh, can you breed me a couple of pigeons off that one? You know what I mean? And that's what they do in Europe. But now it's turned around that some people want to keep everything secret. Yeah, yeah. Well, the the biggest thing that I also got to mention is Jesse Egan and Les Fenton. I can't forget. Oh them. well, good old Les, mate. Well. I tell you what. After ten years, I gave away the sport. I went to Les, visited him. And I, and I knocked on his door and I said, Les, you remember me? And he goes, yeah, I remember you. And I says, well, I want to get back into pigeon. He said, come here, I'll give you pigeons. I, I think he gave me about five pair that day. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he's a top bloke, Les. He was, Top yeah. bloke. He used to say to me, go go in my loft and pick a pair. And then uh, I'll yeah, pick a pair just and like say, that. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. you pick that pair? And I'll say, what, like. what do you mean? He goes, that's a triple fed. You know, oh. I can't give you that. <laughs> <laughs> That is the best. You're, you already had the freaking uh, gift of the of the pigeons. You could pick a good pigeons back then. You see, yeah, yeah. yeah. You must have learned a lot of Les, did you? Yeah, yeah. He was a really good guy. He wasn't that much into medicating and stuff. Um, mm. I learned a lot through him. You don't need to medicate as much. Mm. Like most people, like as I was going, everyone medicates every single week. Wow, and um, yeah. the pigeons build up toxins as it gets longer. Um, I believe, you know, that's just my opinion. Everyone can do other things, but mm. um, you tend to lose more birds, I reckon, as it comes to the distance. What, when you medicate them? Too much, yeah. Like some people... But what about if you're like, I've, got, H, like I've, I've made friends with Rob Marshall, right? And he, he gave me a microscope so I can test the pigeon and he's taught me how to do it. That's the and, best way. And yeah. like, I look at my birds every day, right? And I keep an eye on what's going on. And sometimes you've got to treat them every week because it's, it shows you that it's there. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do you say to that? Well, the birds that come home from the race, you can, you can probably medicate those ones. Mm. Like not everyone can go to a vet or, um, or look into a microscope. No. But the birds that you want to probably send like the next week, they're ready to go. Mm. The ones that probably come home from the race, they might have picked up something. Mm. You know, like you don't really know. You, no, you, you just don't. sort of you're sort of guessing. You know, whether it's coxie or like people bath their birds on the grass. You know, and um, a fly once said to me, every six weeks they'll have worms. You know, whether you like it or not, they will have worms. Wow. And I was like, okay, you know, th- that's interesting. So he was saying, you know, they peck on the grass, they go in the Correct. in the bath. And I was like, oh, it makes sense. He goes, by the time those wor- worms come out, go in your loft. You got to scrape twice a day. Keep it clean. Um, and, yeah, just like I look at Raffer Steisen. He hardly medicates. It's all natural. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and I give him – I take my hat off to him. Like I go there and he's just got horseradish and all sorts of vegetables. And <laughs> I don't know how, how he does it. <laughs> yeah, and he, and he, and he gets some good results, doesn't he? He gets some good results, you know. I took a few people from Belgium to his loft, and they said to me, this guy wins races. I go, yeah, he wins a lot of races. <laughs> they couldn't believe yeah. it, you know. But, yeah, like um, chopping and changing maybe on some drugs as well, like you got your Emtrul, yeah. you got your Metronidazole, your Fladril tablets, or yeah. um, your Turbosironidazole. They can get used to... If you keep giving them some sort of drugs, you know, maybe they get like resistant to it, yeah. um, triple X, you know, it's a little bit stronger, but um, 
Yeah, you just but in saying that, and- in saying that, I was talking to Rob and I had him on the radio that time too, and he he entered the six hundred. He sent one pigeon, and um, what happened was he was on race program two, option two, which is da- a weekly uh, treatment, and yep. uh, he sent one pigeon to the six hundred. I think he got third fed. So six hundred second. Second fed, yeah, second. second fed, yeah. Yeah, there's no, there's no, um, like, it's whatever works for people, you know. There's no rules, is there? Um, there's no rules. I know people that feed a lot of corn, always corn, corn, and they do well. Mm. And I know people that don't like corn, mm. and they do well. Mm. Everybody's got just... their own, own ways of doing things. But do you reckon that if you buy a pigeon or if you get a, obtain a pigeon from somebody, that you should really know what they're doing with that pigeon to be successful with that bird? Um, As in training-wise, feeding-wise, and um, that sort of stuff, yeah? Yeah. Everyone trains different. That's what I mean. Um, you might not have a you might not have a, a really good pigeon, just say. It might not be performing at your place, and you give it to someone, and, and they're clocking them. Oh. Like I had a, a pair of Herman Coisters here. Oh. We did nothing with them. Like yeah. We could not get Tell them to Tell me fly. about it. I had some here, and I couldn't do anything with them either. I gave him to Adnan Salihovic, who started winning feds. <laughs> goes, they're off those birds. I'm like, wow, like we, we couldn't get them. And, and even now, like we're saying, how come they're not coming here? I've still got a couple of lines off them. And yeah. yeah. Just that that particular pair. I'm not saying all Hermans. Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah of course. Hermans, you know. But, um, yeah, give them to him and he'll he'll win with them. Well, you know, in the VPU, they had Hermans crossed with Vanden Bolks and they were winning 600 more feds with them. Oh, yeah, I heard about it. How about that? Yeah. yeah. That's unbelievable. Yeah, like I was saying to Marco, um, like, we we chat every day. I was there today as well. And, like, we, we said we don't know pigeons any, anymore. He's like, what do you mean? I said, well, you don't know whether they're going to do the distance or not because you just, you have to try. Uh-huh. Like, there's no such thing, like, anymore as, like, breeds or, you know, if you think a pigeon's plotting, it's not really putting, it might be for the, for the distance. Oh. Uh-huh. And just you just got to put them in. Like I know a lot of people say, oh, it's only hard day birds, Aussie birds. Put them in, put them in. Oh. But so many times we've had Jansons coming, you know, five and sixes. Right, but now, isn't that fu- or, isn't that or, funny or, though? No. Because Jansons never raced over what five hundred kilometers or five hundred and fifty kilometers. Some people clock them. Yeah, you know, I know. Like, like Nick Kiotis, um, he's he's a very good night flyer. And he's got a lot of those really good Jansons. I mean, he crosses a lot of birds into him. Uh-huh. There's no, um, like, a breed at his place. It's like seven crosses in there, just yeah. 500 winner to a 600 winner. Yeah. But they're down off the Jansons birds. Same with Valo and all that, down off the Jansons. Right now, we have to break for the Southern FM National Radio News. But after the news, we'll have more of Slavisa Radich. And we've got our special guest from Belgium, Mr. Yella Rosiers, is going to join us here on Pigeon Radio Australia, here on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia. 
And right now, let's continue our interview with the uh, famous breeder in Melbourne who's bred a lot of fed winners, and that's Mr. Slavisa Radich. And um, I got the bird off Vala, and we were clocking in the fives and sixes, you know, a couple of years ago. And um, even now, this race, I had a March bred youngster, and she came back home, didn't, I thought I was going to get her, and I said to Marco, look at her come, it's like she didn't, didn't even fly. And she's all Jansen. There's nothing. Gee, that's incredible. On on both sides, so it's a really really good pigeon. Mm. So there's no really like types. You just put them in if they're there after four hundreds anyway. They're good pigeons. Mm. They've gone through all the headwinds and um, yeah. they're still there, you know. <laughs> so. And what do you say to people that say these imports are no good? That you you can't raise a import to the long distance. They're gonna they're not gonna do it. What do you say to those people? Well, you can still clock them. Look at Pauline Pay. She won with a Koopman, what was it, Herman or something? Yeah, Koopman yeah, Heroin. Yeah, yeah. That's right. You know, it doesn't. Good pigeons will, will come home. Good pigeons, that can do it. There you go. You know, we try to like motivating a little bit as well. Um, that, that doesn't work. Um, the biggest thing that I saw this year was um, that 500-mile winner. She was bred in March. Mm. And three years ago, we got the eighth-fed hen. She was bred in March. Oh, gee. So they haven't dropped a flight, and um, oh. I was saying to Marco, they're thinking about the job. They all they all they think is going home. Like there are other birds that win those two year olds or three year olds, but particularly at his house, oh. the ones that are trying to mate up with the cocks and all, like they're not putting in because oh. all they're thinking about is going in the corner. Like he he started separating the hens and cocks like later, oh. probably um, three weeks ago he separated them, but. Um, they're just not putting in, but these late breeds sometimes give them a try. You know, like I don't know about, about cockbirds, but the hens will think of the job, I reckon. Oh. So. And what do you think? Yeah. Did, he, did, did his um, birds improve when he separated them? Uh, yeah, that, definitely the hens were flying two hours. Um, they were burning the sky down. <laughs> um, the cocks are lazy. Yeah, of course. Um, At that time of the year, they go rank, yeah. I sometimes say to him, give us the cocks, we'll go shake him up a bit, you know. <laughs> He's like, where are you going? I say, don't ask questions. It's going to be a, 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 a night toss. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fair it. enough. Very good. Excellent, mate. It's so good that you help people like that and tell them things because, you know, I don't like these people that keep secrets because when you talk to people in Belgium, that's how they make a good – that's how they create their good birds over there, swapping and changing and – I'll go down the road to my neighbour that won the national the week before and I'll get a couple of eggs off him, you know, and that's what they do, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, you just got to try um, different things that that you think will work for you, really. Mm. Um, we've tried night tossing. We've done some mistakes. You learn from it. Mm. Um, some pigeons come injured, bad luck. They can't go in. Um, but the ones that make it through that, they become really good pigeons. Like I believe, um, like I said, Marco and other people that have done it, um, those pigeons have stayed out a few times overnight. Mm. When they go into that race, they don't want to stay out again. They want to come home. You're right. You know, so like Nick Lakiotis is a big one on these things like that. Mm. You know, he's just um, hats off to that bloke. He he's not scared of nothing. He'll he'll take him out. They got to learn the street lights. 
<laughs> Which is do you good. reckon? Do you reckon that they got more advantage if they live near somewhere where it's more lit up? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His house is all lit up. If you if you've been to Nick's, yeah, I've been there once. Time, yeah. Um, yeah, around like he lives close to a shopping centre. Yeah, I think that's it right. Is, or, yep, yep, yep. You're right. Yeah, and I went there. Do you reckon uh, that assists him in clocking pigeons in the dark? Sorry. Do you reckon that that those lights from the shopping centre? Assist him in clocking pigeons in the night. Well, if they're coming close by, they'll probably um, keep on going. Mm. But it's also the the training. I think a, a lot of it is is the training. I, I reckon everyone's got good pigeons. Um, he's definitely got good pigeons, Nick. But um, mm. the the training method that he does it, it makes him keep keep going. Same with Godfrey Stevens and all yeah. the top flyers. Yeah, I couldn't believe that. That's six hundred. Unbelievable. Nine know, pigeons he had. Nine pigeons. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's one thing that we would like to do. Um, get one in the dark, in, in the pitch black. I'd love to get that. But um, I've had one, and I tell you what, you never have a feeling the same after it. It's unbelievable when you get one in the dark. It is. It is. And I yeah, didn't like, think like I was going to get one. A few weeks ago, he was getting him in the dark. Mm. He was buzzing. Oh, look at this, you know. And it's it's a good feeling. And there where he lives, it's sort of pitch black. He hasn't got really light assistance around him. He did. He had a torch. He was walking the pigeon in. <laughs> it was, yeah. Good got, training. He's got good good pigeons, very good pigeons. And he's a good trainer. You're right. Yeah. Hey, Slav, um, listen, it's, uh, listen, what I was going to ask you, when you did race pigeons, how many would you have breed? How many do you breed? And... Um, yeah, just go. We just go through what you sort of do, like feeding, and um, do you feed them? Uh, do, you, do you weigh your feed, or you know stuff like that? Back when when yeah. I was racing, I used to be at about one sixty. Yep. I I learnt a lot on feeding with Marco. Yes. Marco, you, you put two people together, you got two different minds. Yeah, of course. And then as we talk, we're like, okay, I like what you're thinking here, or he likes what I'm thinking here. Yeah. Yeah. And we and we try it together, and I learn a lot of feeding through Marco. Yep, I, I call him the expert. Like he is, you would he would not give him an extra seed. That's all they eat. Okay. Like he, he would weigh it. Yes, I was more. Um, I feed him a little bit heavier, but now I can see it's not the right way. You know, um, so I learned from that a lot. Um, and yeah, I'll get in the fed here and there when I was racing by myself. There's no way I can do the work um, with work now that Marco puts in. Yeah. Um, you know, getting up in the morning, clean the loft, bask the birds, go out, toss them, put them on the truck, come back again, fly the birds, go out, toss the next day, always planning the next day, the next day, the next day. Full you know, time. And, um, yeah, he's always planning like how the birds are performing, how much they're flying, what to feed as well, you know, and um, whether it's a headwind, whether it's a tailwind. There's so many different things, and we talk a lot about things. And um, same with Robbie, you know. And then we we explain to Robbie, you know, just do what you think is right. Um, don't listen to too many people. Pick pick someone that you think is right. And um, if you're not going well, you know, then maybe ask questions, you know, and you know whoever he wants to listen to, you know. And um, we say, so well, this is how we feed him. Don't be as scared to use barley. You know, it does keep him um, light, and Marco was always taught, always, he always remembered this, the pigeons, when you send them, they must be light, light in the hand. Like, he doesn't like him, lady. Boind. 
yeah, just buoyant. And um, through through working the birds and controlling their feeding, but the birds must work, you can hold that sort of buoyancy. Yeah. You know, if they get a little bit too heavier, we won't send that pigeon. It's not right for that race. It needs more tossing or cut it down a bit, you know, the feed or, you know. Little little factors, you know. Um, sometimes you can give them too much corn and they blow out and you can do it for three, four days and they'll just get heavy. And yeah. then that pigeon will plot home. It, it won't put in 100%. Exactly. The way we think anyway, you know, everyone's got different. Yeah, no, but that's when you get the results and it works, you know. The, and, and one thing with Marco, like with his distance, they were so buoyant, um, these pigeons when we are talking about them, and we were thinking we are going to clock other pigeons that had a little bit more meat on them. Yes. And they were just so pink. They looked perfect. And we're like, how come that pigeon didn't come home? How come that one didn't come home? It and really like, ah, it's, it's you heavy, see? doesn't it? The other ones that were lighter, they yeah. came home. I'm like, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> you see? You know? you, good so we got, a, we got them back home. We sent 14. We, we got 10 birds home. Nice. But it took um, those pigeons that were a bit heavier another day to get home. Okay. So we're sort of like, oh, yeah, so now we know a little bit more. You know? yeah, Just trying it. to figure it out, you know? We're always, always learning, always will be learning. Exactly. I say to Robbie, we're always learning. 100%. And, And next year, you might have a bad season. You know, you don't know. Like I said, Marco, don't, like, if you have a bad season or you don't clock in the five and sixes, doesn't matter. There's always next year. True. Don't, like you said. You try. You try and, um, you know, at least get one. Don't give up. Yeah. Yeah, we had one bloke in the VPO. He uh, flew a fantastic pigeon last year. Fantastic pigeon, right? The guy was flying with the VHA and he was getting up high in the feds, right? Only sending a few birds. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, that was Jamie Rigby, right? Oh, yeah. He did really well, really well. So um, this year, for whatever reason, I mean, he he uh, couldn't put his finger on it, mate. He couldn't get a bird to fire up, you know. And towards the end, a five and a six, he did well, you know. But um, yeah, he sort of, but like you said, he goes, I just couldn't work it out, you know. But uh, he's going to do things differently next year, and hopefully uh, things change. Yeah, it's funny, like some of these birds, like um, you get them going earlier and you, you can you can tell sort of they're coming. They're, mm-hmm. they're really racing home. You got them first or third or second or whatever. And then you just got these birds. They might be they might be the same way bred, but they're just plotting. Yeah, yeah. And, and you can't work it out. You're like, it's sister, look at her going, and, and this one can't do it. But then in the distance, bang, you got it. You see? So, you know, it's just some birds, just they just do it like a more harder or I don't know. I can't work it out. Van Loon, Koopman, Marchin, Gujar, I don't know, just put him in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You've got to you try him. You've got to try him. you got to try him. Like the Jansons. Back in the day, you wouldn't have thought you would have got a Jansen in the yeah, 5 and 6. Yeah, but some people that race the long distance say that if you don't put the bird that's suited for the race, yeah, they do you're going to mu- muck up everybody else's birds. That's what they reckon. Yeah, well, each to their own, I say. To, <laughs> you know what I mean? You do what yeah. you want to do yeah. in your own loft. Don't listen to people, you know. But, I mean, you know, when they say that, you know, you, you, if you've got the birds and you know, try them. Yeah, they're, they're there to be tried, you know. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, um, I'm hearing um, these venom bulks, whatever, they're flying 600 miles. That's what I mean, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, I, bulks, I said so. to one guy yeah. that clocked it in the 600, in the 500, I think he clocked a venom bulk. I said to him, I said, bring bloody venom bulk. I said, he'll faint when you tell him, <laughs> when you tell him you're growing 600. You know what I mean? Because he doesn't race 600. He only races the sprint races. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, just um, good pigeons, you know. I exactly. reckon they'll come. And if they're healthy, healthy is the biggest thing. Like yeah. Rafa Lay used to always say, oh, if you get your birds right, if you get them right, they'll keep coming. That's true. Right. Many, many years he was saying this, and um, we always say, if you get your birds right, they'll keep coming. That's yeah. right. So you just keep on saying it, you know. But, um, but you know what I've noticed with Raf because sometimes he brings his droppings over to me to check them, and then we talk to Rob and that. He's a very good observer. He, he knows when the birds are not right, I tell you. Just he's, by looking at him. He's a very, very good raffer. Yeah, very good. And, he, and he's a really nice guy. guy. He, is a, he is a nice guy. Yeah. And he'd help anybody. Yeah, yeah, he will. You're yeah. right. You're right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, so like we were saying, so when you, yeah, when you're, like, we stock with your stock pigeons, you don't keep many stock? Like, how many pairs would you keep? Uh, I do. I have a lot of birds, but yeah, um, yeah. No, no, I don't, so pair, do I. It doesn't I don't matter. pair up everything. Yeah, you just pick and choose. I select, um, depends. Like I, I breed some for Sydney. I breed some for the boys here, Marco, yep. Yep. Um, Robbie, Ristevsky, Urja now. Um, I just try new birds. Um, some of the ones that we clock, I'll probably put them back together. Yeah. Because that pair in the 500, I split the pair up probably three days before we clocked her. Okay. And I said, no, nah, I'm not happy with that pair. I only bred a pair. And then once we clocked it, now I've got to put them back together. 100%. 100%. <laughs> so I was like, well, yeah, they got to get back. But, um, exactly. Yeah, just um, just trying new birds. Um, like Adnan Sahilovic, he left. He was a good mate of mine here in, in Melbourne. Uh, we used to speak all the time. I used to breed him birds. He used to breed me yeah, birds. Yeah, I remember yeah. when he won the Eureka Cup. That was a good pigeon he had in that one too. Yeah, yeah. And he would just... Um, yeah, he's got really good pigeons, and he left to go to live overseas. Oh, yeah. And like, I've lost—I feel like I've lost a mate. Like every day, you know, he will call me or whatever. And over there, he still keeps in contact. And I just told him now, like, because um, these pigeons come down from Adnan Salihovic. Okay. And he calls the um, hen Ludacha, which means crazy girl. <laughs> oh, crazy girl, Ludacha, crazy girl. And he's like, Ludacha. oh, did you Lud- did you Ludacha. pair up Ludacha? And I said, yeah, yeah, with a crewman five hundred miles. He's like, wow. No way, and I said, "Yep, five hundred miles." So, so, where did he go back to Bosnia? Did he? Or? Yeah, he went over there to live, and um, he's building another house, and like uh, he, he went w- with his kids. Now they well, mate, like is he racing there. over there because they got a big club over there? I spoke to a few of those blokes over there. I, I don't think he's racing. No, um, he should. They got a. They just got a new truck over there, you know, for the Bosnian Pigeon yeah. Federation. They just bought a new truck from Germany. Okay. Yeah. So. But I, I asked him, are you going to race pigeons? And he's like, no, nah, no, nah, I've given it away. No, oh, right. Because he has to travel too far to go to the club. Oh, fair enough. Fair so enough. So that's where, where he lives, in Bihach. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Maybe they don't have many flyers around that area, sorry, or, you know, but... Um, oh, yeah, there's I a few flyers over there. Really. I think there's a few flyers over there in Bihach, but, um, yeah. I think that some of those blokes, they don't mind. They're just so um, passionate about racing pigeons. They don't care how far they got to go. Yeah, yeah. And and those guys fly against a lot of people. Oh, like, yeah, they when, do. When you look at Croatia and Serbia, yeah. they fly against a lot of people. They do. You know, four, four five hundred in their club. And, wow. You know, they got to clock um, not just one pigeon, but back it up five or six pigeons together and they got to do the And they're the there. small countries. Those countries there, Romania, Croatia, Bosnia, Serbia, all that, Poland even. It's gone yeah. crazy in those countries now. Crazy. Yeah, the pigeons are a really, really big thing up there. Oh, yeah. You know, they, they take it to another level. <laughs> they do. Uh, it's a good thing. 
you know, and they're always going to Belgium and Holland and Germany grabbing, grabbing good pigeons as well, which is good because you can just drive there from. And and I look at some of these people; they're they're poor. They don't have much money. No. And when I went over there, I, I was shocked to see how they how they live. It, it woke I, I, my eyes were like, wow, like we have it's so good here mm. in, in Australia, and then you come here and you people yeah, struggle right. to buy bread or or wheat to feed their pigeons or pigeon mix or whatever it is, yeah, right? And they have a loft like a Taj Mahal. <laughs> you know, like, it's amazing. It's, you know, off the it's ground, true. heaters. He's, he's, and he's I'm thinking, but, you, but you're really poor. Yeah. I don't understand this. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. Well, they're passionate you know? about their birds, yeah. That's what it is. They, they enjoy them. it. They'll do anything just to keep it going, you know. Oh, good honour. So tell me something. Uh, what was your memorable moment in pigeon racing? Memorable moment would have been... Probably the dis- distance races, clocking. Yep. I reckon that's like the uh, Melbourne Cup of Pigeon Racing. Isn't it? Yeah. You're right. You're right. Things like you, Joe. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's what that's... I call it, yeah. The Melbourne J- Cup just, of Pigeon Just racing. to get one home, you don't have to clock oh, first. Yeah. Fed, just 15th fed. Oh, know, yeah. it's, it was amazing, like, just to get one home. It's it's a buzz. You know? Yeah, yeah. Knowing that they've got to travel that distance, yeah? You know, you think... And yeah, you look yeah, on the, the Pigeon map. puts in a lot of effort to come home. Yeah. Um, like, we done something, like, we shouldn't have done it, but we done something with a cock. Uh, we put it in, and uh, we shouldn't have gone in, and I could not believe he came second. Wow. And I said to Marco, have a look at this. Like, he done yeah. it. He's made it. We, we, we couldn't believe it. <laughs> yeah. They're just amazing birds, true? Amazing. Yeah, yeah, they're just full of heart and, um, yeah, just health. That, that's why I said to Marco. They're just healthy pigeons, and they're fit. You know, we, we, we stopped tossing him three weeks ago. Yeah. Um, but we put a couple in here and there and um, sort of to the distance, fly them around the roof. We can tell with the hands the way they're flying, oh, this is looking good. Yeah. You know, this is looking good. Why are they doing this? Well, because you split the cocks up. You know, of they're course. not clap, 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 bringing them yeah, back here. Yeah, yeah, So we sort of knew um, hopefully we'll get something home, but didn't yeah. think that many good returns. So with the, like, your experience, with, so with your um when it comes to the five and the six, so you would have separated the hens and cocks, like a yeah, couple of weeks separated, ago. Yeah, yeah, and then um, obviously uh, you do you toss them or you didn't toss them? No, no, we, we do toss them. Like we'll go to um, Balan, yeah, yeah, um, or we'll go, or we'll just go short. Yeah, um, they come home, they see each other, and then as soon as we get home, we split them up. Oh, okay, okay, you know, don't, don't leave them together. Um, for a race like a 500 mile coming home, they can spend all night together you know, yeah, as a reward. It. But um, yeah, just got to get the cocks away from the hens because they'll get eggy. You don't want that. And yeah, exactly. We were worried about hens getting eggy and just through the years with experience, um, they don't come home. So did you find, you so you do so. that like three weeks before you separate them or four weeks before or? Yeah, I think about three or four weeks maybe yeah. before. Do you think yeah. that upsets the hens or the cocks doing that? Sorry? The, Do you think it upsets the the system? You know what I mean? The cocks being together. Oh, the, cock, the, the cocks pace up and down. They they try to get in there. They're nonstop um, trying to get in there. Of you course. Know? Like you open the door, you got to get away from you. Come on, come on, get away. And he's trying yeah. to squeeze somehow through that door. Oh, he'll do anything. You know? anything. He'll do and, anything. and he's really motivated as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what about if I put you away from your wife for three weeks? And I'll three do weeks, the same three, thing. One minute and I'll try to get crazy. in there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I think it's sort of like it motivates the birds at that time because they get sick of 
any more racing. We have a long season. You're putting them through all the races, tosses. I reckon, like, sometimes the birds get a bit bit flat, and then you sort of bring them something different. You change something. Well, that's why and, I think – And you, yeah. you might pike them up a bit. That's right. Yeah. You know, that, that's how I probably think um, – well, that's Everyone's good. got that's different, good. different things. But it works, yeah, so that's why we're asking. Because uh, everyone does, like you said, different things, and it works for them. They might do something different, but it's good to try different things. Like, you know, yeah. It's, yeah. it's good. Very good. Like like years ago, people say, oh, don't chop and change in food, you know. Mm-hmm. Don't stick to one food, buy it at the start of the season and just feed like that. Yeah. But then Musa Haider one day said to me, Slav, if you don't chop and change, you'll never learn. And I said, yeah, you're right. So then – we were chopping and changing all the time in, in feeding, and it did nothing to the birds. They were coming better. There you go. They were coming better and better and better. So yeah. that theory where you stick to one food and that's it, nah, nah. You can – you have to chop and change to learn, I reckon. So, yeah. So, and, and write things down in, in a diary. Like I tell Robbie, if you've done something and you're clocking good and how your birds are flying and the wind and what did you give them in the water um, – did you put powders on their food? Did you not put powders on their food? Write everything down because next year you'll, you'll go through that and you'll go, yeah, that's what I was doing. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah, this is, you know. And then, and then you sort of see if you've got the same sort of pattern. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. You know, like always write things down. We don't do it anymore, but we were. I was always writing things down. Um, You know, we did this or we wormed them or we coxed them or, you know. Exactly. You, you always got to think of things and – um write them down because you, you do forget and then next year comes and you're like, I think I was doing that to the, I can't remember now. That's right. And that's, you're already forgetting, you know. It's good to have a diary. It's very good. Yeah, and just l- little key points, um, how many hens you got there, how, how much were you feeding, you know, how were they eating. Because sometimes the birds, they tend to get off the food when you come to the five and sixes. You're trying to feed them all they can eat and they don't want to eat. So you're thinking, why aren't they eating? You know, they're too fit or what, what's happening? But you, you want them to eat because you're going to send them yeah. to this grueling um, race. So then you take the food away, you put it back in. You take the food away, you put it back in. A little bit and at then, a time, yeah. And they think, oh, yeah, it's feed time. So they eat a bit, they'll go up on the perch. Two hours later, you put the food back in. And they go they'll down and they eat yeah. again. That's right. And I was like, it's a bit of work, but you're making them eat. Yeah, they need to. You know? And sometimes if you just leave the food there, you know, some pigeons probably won't eat, you know. Mm. They're, they're over it. That's and plus true. it's getting warmer and all that kind of stuff, so. You know, it's like pigeon racing, like for someone that starts pigeon racing, you think, uh, you, you know, you want to make it easy and simple for them. You, you can't flood their heads with a lot of stuff, you know what I mean, because it, it's just too much. So you, if, you, if you can make it uh, simple and, and easy, you know, for, especially yeah. for the first year, yeah. second year, you know what I mean, and then once they've uh, and then I'll and then then I'll pick it up slowly, slowly. You know, if they listen to the same person, like you know, uh, yeah, so. keep, keep everything simple. Simple. It's not. Simple. It's not hard. You you go in the loft. You clean. You give yourself ten minutes to clean the loft. So yeah. in the morning, you really can't be bothered cleaning because you're sick of it. Yeah. But you go in there. You quickly clean it. If you miss a bit, don't worry about it. You'll get it tomorrow. That's right. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Just go in and get out. Go in and get out. Like we were always like, coffee is on. It's boiling in there. Bang, bang, bang. By the time that, that kettle stops, the loft has to be clean. Yeah, that's it. Then, then we have a coffee. Birds are flying. Yeah. Get them in. Done. And it's just so simple. Same with Robbie. The same thing. You know, he started doing it. And, you know, it, it's a good routine to get into when you're racing. Clean the birds. Always clean. 
Yeah. You know, they're always keeping you're always keeping them clean. Stock birds, not that much, you know, because they're not doing anything. But yeah, but the raised uh, birds, yeah, you're right, keep them clean. I remember, I remember, I remember yeah. this guy here next to me, Ivan. One stage, I don't know if he still does it, but I used to walk in the backyard and I'd be like smelling. I'd be like, what are you doing, Ivan? And he'd have, he'd have the mop inside his loft and he'd be, uh, what did you do? You, what did you have in there? It was like uh, deter- something cleaning. To, uh, your, your I had detergent a, or something. Nah, what was it? With uh, Virk on his. Virk, I don't know, he's mopping oh, his floors and everything. I'm thinking, are you crazy or what? He goes, nah, nah, I'm good. this. Yeah, I don't know if you did it this year or not, Ivan, but I know talk, that one no, year you I did that. I do it, I do it, still do yeah, it. Yeah, I thought, when yeah. I'm racing, I do it. Yeah, okay. Not so much we, when I'm weaning the what, birds over, but yeah, when I'm racing, I always yeah. do it. Yeah. We go early, earlier on, like when it's like freezing, when it's winter, um, we just use flame. So we, oh, yeah, we flame the floor. Yeah. Yep. And, and the perches, just a quick um, flame throw. Um, the flame kills everything. Um, it's like a disinfectant. Yeah. Um, nice. Keeps the loft a little bit drier, maybe. But we're just thinking like um, eggs or something that's going to survive on timber in those conditions with the humidity. You know, you're going to burn it. Nothing's going to survive fire. So no, no whether way. it works or does anything, but we just do it. Well, Which is you, good. Know, you know, boy waiting in Sydney. Yeah. She burns her loft every day. Every yeah, that, day. That's good. Yeah. Every day she does it. See? And, and that kills everything, like, you know. Can't survive that. No way, no way. Yeah, you're right. So where? Let me tell you. Uh, where do you see pigeon racing in ten years? Oh, uh, it's um, getting bad with falcons now. Isn't it? <laughs> um, they're getting worse every year. Yeah, yeah. We're always getting hit more and more every year. Um, hopefully, they don't multiply. They breed um, too many not... in the breeding programs. That's the problem. I think they let. Somebody from Sea Lake told me they let a hundred pair go around that area last year. Yeah, it's yeah. Crazy. It's, it, this is getting like really bad, in, incredible. Like we we get them home from the races, and then when we go tossing, three, four missing. You know, it's exactly right. So that's right. And it's nearly it's every right, single 100%. time. You know, you get two or three hit, two or three hit. And there's nothing wrong with them. They're not like unhealthy. Like that happened no, to just me. Just, um, that happened to me, and I'd, I'd go in the loft and get a dropping sample, come inside under the microscope. Nothing wrong with them, yeah. Yeah, just yeah. can't work it out. But yeah, but I've I had a lot of birds coming home from the races, like hit, but they're still going. You know, they you can see some of them have got gotten away from the falcon, and they've been pretty badly injured, but they still come home. Yeah, yeah, and some of them still race pretty good as well. Oh, yeah, when they heal up and everything, they're good. Yeah, yeah. People say, like, oh, you know, it plays with their mind and they're, they're, they're nah. never any good. I think the bird no, no, gets, I think the bird gets more intelligent against the falcon when they get hit. Yeah. They, they learn something from it. Not like a, a crop busted up or something where you've got to stitch it and that pigeon can't fly again. But um, Oh, I tell you, I've had them yeah. like that and they fly again. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I had Rob on the other end of the phone telling me what to do. Oh, yeah. So, so he's sitting there on the phone and instructing me on every little... Stitch. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And Amanda was the nurse. Yeah, she yeah. was the nurse. You're right. 100%. Good oh, good job, Amanda. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's good. Yeah, so... Um, not not many young kids getting into uh, pigeon racing um, in 10 years' time. I don't know where, we'll be, where we will be. Yeah. Um, people got to get together, I reckon, um, like all the feds. Yeah. Um, 
make it more interesting, like a national every week, I reckon. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. We all agree on this. It's the same subject year after year. Yeah, we all agree yeah, on this, yeah, yeah, all right? Yeah, but no, look, he's right. Look, Slav's right, and we're right. If you look overseas, yeah. that's how they fly. That's right. Plays. That's I know, he's 100% right. And we say this every year, though. Mm. And why doesn't yeah. it happen? Because you've got too many people beating their chest and want to be the, the boss. If we do yeah. it, you've got to listen to me. Then the other bloke says from the other federation, before I do it, you've got to listen to me. They can't get along. Or we don't yeah. want to go on that truck because or it's closed, there's not enough oxygen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other, yeah. <laughs> That's another thing yeah. I want to ask yeah. you, actually, <laughs> about that. That's another thing. But, uh, you know, like, you've got to work together and, you know... And you're right. Eventually, I think we'll, we will all uh, maybe get if we on got truck. more younger people involved. Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not talking about teenagers. I'm talking about the thirties and you know forties and yeah, yeah, year olds. Yeah, and maybe they will have a different idea. You know, yeah, exactly, exactly. Like I've had, I've had some people that I got into pigeons that wanted to race, and then probably um, six months down the track they gave up, and I said, "Why? Well, What's Oh, it's too expensive." You see. And I'm like, what's expensive? I'll go, the um, food. And I said, oh, and he goes, nah, take him back. I don't want to do this. Oh, shit. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, all right. Oh, shit, because yeah. um, some people do not want to spend, just say, $27 on a bag of feed or, uh, you know, some people do look at that. Or their wives may be, you know, saying that's, that's too much. That's or, very you know, important. The partner has to like the birds. Everyone's different. No, my wife doesn't ever say, if I need bird food, I just go and get it. She yeah, but what I'm saying is that it, the wife needs to accept you yeah. having pigeons. Otherwise, it's going to be but, hard. But, you, you know, Slav, trouble, yeah. Joe, I'll tell you something. doesn't matter what you do. Any sport, football, soccer, not, golf, uh, bowling, whatever you do, it costs money. It does. You need to pay. Does, yeah. You need to yeah. pay your membership. You need to pay, you know, fuel to get there. You need to the same. It's the same. same. Everything's getting more and more expensive. Boots, yeah. this, mm. that. Yeah. True. Yeah, sorry. They just got to be into it, really. Exactly. So you're saying, uh, so what What do you think we should do to get these young people in? What's What ideas would you have to, or, or you'd like to see Well, he's happen? doing a good thing to get Yeah, I know that. Because that's he one. just turns around and breaks yeah. pigeons for people that exactly. are starting. But what other ideas would you have to get new people involved, or, or even old flyers that haven't been racing for 10 years or 20 years? What would you, you know, what do you think we should say to them or do? To get them back in, uh, it's a hard. They, place, they it? have to be into it, really. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe some of the budget blokes might look at pigeons to go. Oh yeah, you know, I wouldn't mind racing some pigeons and g- give it a try at least. You know, um, because they see the young kids these days. It's all PlayStation computers. They're not interested. Yes, yes, um, yes. yes. But I don't listen, in saying it. that, Slav, I've been talking to people overseas. And they're starting to get an influx of young people over there. You see? With okay. all the yeah. internet and everything else. The young people are starting... Like, I don't know if you've heard of, heard of Kurt Platineau. No. He won a few no. nationals over there in Belgium. He's just turned around and, uh, I don't know, they had, I don't know, 50 or 60 young people that wanted to race. He turned around and bred them all birds. Here you go. All off his national winners. How good is that? And he's just given it to them to start racing. Yeah, okay. You know, and the other thing they've brought in overseas now is the golden pigeon is not just awarded to the older flies. They've got a junior golden pigeon as well. That, that'll probably get them interested, yeah. Yeah. That's good. You got maybe, you got maybe schools. Maybe schools. I don't well, know, that's what they do in England. In England, they've started building lofts in schools and they use pigeons for their maths, maths lessons, geography lessons. They work out velocities. And the kids there race pigeons. There was one school in England 
that uh, they got attacked by falcons and they lost a few of their birds. Next thing they know, they had the Queen of England on the phone saying, oh, we'll replace all those birds that you lost from the Royal Loft. How good's that? Yeah, yeah. You know? How good's that? That's what we've got to do. We've got to, we've got to embrace these people and help them, breed them birds. Don't look at the money side of things. Get them involved. The trouble with uh, pigeon racing is that all these old blokes have sat on their bum for too long doing nothing. Yeah. That's yeah. what I reckon. Mm. Most most people are good. I mean, um, most people that I've met, like the Greater Melbourne especially, they're really good people oh, at VHA. The Greater Melbourne, people. I tell you what, that went from a little club in a shed in Dandenong and it's just skyrocketed and they're doing great things for pigeon racing, the Greater Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. Most yeah. of the people are, are really good, and and if someone needs a hand, they do help out. You know, and um, then, yeah, someone will cool. reach out and put them on a, on the right path, and you know, um, like we had an, an older guy, uh, was it last year or the year before? Um, he wanted to race pigeons, and um, one of my one of my bosses at my work, he used to race pigeons, mm. and his his grandparents opened up the Greater Melbourne Denong. They were the first people to open up the club rooms. And mm. he reached out to me and said, oh, could you help this old bloke? Um, he wants to raise pigeons. I said, yeah, no worries, you know. And I I um, told him to go to Morning Mist because he was up to, down that way. Yeah. And he got into um, Rod Cook, and Rod Cook helped him out a lot. Oh, good on him. And, and he started racing, and Rod Cook bred him birds. I bred him birds as well. We had him going there, but his his health deteriorated uh, near the end there, mm. and he just had to give up. To give but he up. raced a couple of races, you know. But, but I bet you those couple of races that he raced made him happy, and you breeding him birds made him even more happier. That's right. He was he was very happy, there very happy. Go. See, yeah. now, t- talking about the Greater Melbourne, what do you think of their truck? I reckon it's really really good. Yep. I reckon it's um, why why is it yard. good? Why is it good? People say uh, there's just, no oxygen um, and stuff in there. What do you mean no it's good? Um, <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> yeah, the airflow in there, the birds are comfortable. The birds are coming are. home. Of course they're drinking. Is. The main thing is that they're drinking water. They're getting fed. Yeah. Joe Angelino, um, I come from one federation that was using units. I'm not going to mention names. Mm-hmm. And I joined the VPO, went on your truck. My returns were better than the previous races that I was racing. And the, the truck's the same as the Greater Melbourne's, yeah? Same, yeah, yeah. same. Yeah. And I was getting better returns. The birds were coming home better, everything. They're good trucks, aren't they, Slaves? They're bloody great trucks. Yeah, I, I reckon they're really good. Um, I know some people don't like the wire, but, I mean, we don't have a problem with it. Um, no. Sometimes if you do look at it like the old school, I'm not bagging anyone, anyone can do what they want. Of course. But sometimes it does get you annoyed when you're like, just say, on straw, for example, mm-hmm. and your pigeon's coming home, it's got straw hanging off its leg. Because mm-hmm. it gets caught you know, in the And it's rings. actually staying on there, like it didn't come off, and mm. that pigeon's flying with straw hanging off its leg. Or, and it happens a lot, yeah. Mm-hmm. It happens. But then I understand some blokes don't like their pigeons on wire because they reckon the pigeons are lying down on the straw and they're relaxed. So I understand their point of view as well. Yeah. Um, just whoever, you know... Um, likes it, you know. But like, if you're sending pigeons some parts of, I don't know. I think um, straws banned to go out. Yeah, I, true. On it some is. parts, yeah, yeah, it is. The wire is probably a good way to go. It is. Yeah. Well, you know, I've noticed them going you know. in the baskets when I was racing in Joe Angelino's club, and they're putting them in the bus. The birds are sitting on the basket, relaxed. They're laying the down. Yeah, yeah, they're laying down. Yeah. They're relaxed. That's yeah. really good. Yeah, I reckon. I reckon it's, it's really, really good. Um, the truck. Um, 
the guys in the Greater Melbourne and, and other um, clubs, they clean out those baskets every every time. Mm. The newspaper, they make sure it's up to scratch and birds are healthy. Mm. They're not like, um, you know, smelling their own poo in there, you know. They're That's always, right. every single race, it's it's sanitary, like it's yeah, clean. Right. Of course, you've got to clean 100%. them. You've got to clean them all the time. And yeah. they're very good with the watering and um, the feeding. And they look up, they really do look after the birds. Listen, you know. The truck's that good, right? The birds don't get it when it's raining. But they don't, they don't even get feel wet. bumps. Did they you hear what Joe wet. Phillips said last time? He's put special suspension and yeah, the air, shock air, absorbers. Air suspension, yeah. It's got they air, don't even feel a bump air, when yeah. you go over a bump. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> no, but not only that. Even you talk, we're talking about even when it rains or oh, it's yeah. too windy. The birds don't cop none of that. Yeah, they're nice yeah, and comfortable, yeah. nice and cosy. So they're ready. You know, as soon as they get to the race point, they're ready to rock and roll. Yeah, you know. When you got birds. I, say, I say it's expensive cargo in there, you know. Exactly. Oh, I'll tell you something now, Slav. They wouldn't it. have designed those trucks in Europe and approved them in Europe if they weren't any good. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think there should be more more of these trucks out there. I reckon. More of these trucks. I mean, that's the way to go. That's the way to go. You know? but, and uh, they're built so well. Like, there's uh, a lot of thought and um, ideas. And, yeah. And it, it'll just get better down the track, I reckon, as well. There might be some other ideas, you know, mm. like you can add to it. And... Of course you can. Of course. Like, look, I'll tell you, the VPO built that truck, right? Chris and um, uh, Peter. Peter Buttergig, right? They built that truck. And um, you know what? Joe Phillips, when he got it, he added extra. He put he did, he, he added extra this and extra that. He, but like I've been saying, made a bit of suspension and, you know, so you can, you, you can just go wild. You can go crazy, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, but no, they're great trucks. Great no, trucks. Definitely. Yeah, so, um, last one before we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've only been talking for an hour, so it's That's all good. All right. <laughs> what advice would you give a new flyer, Mr. Slav? A new flyer? What advice um, would you give a new flyer? Take up cricket? Don't, <laughs> don't give up, fly. Um, yeah. Like, like make a plan, a routine, fly the birds. Um, don't don't be shy to ask for help because people will help you. Yes. And if someone doesn't want to help you, ask another person. Like don't don't be shy about it. You know. Mm. Um, put your hand up if you need a hand, or um, and there's there's good people that you have have you on board. Um, just keep it simple. Have a routine. Um, start off with just a good pigeon mix. Keep them like that. Just get them coming home, and then later on you, you you can play with them, like adding more corn, more saff, more trapping, or whatever you you know you, you can play and write things down. Exactly. And then when Keep you start records. getting in the feds, then you'll be um you'll be onto something a little bit, you know, getting your birds at least home. And yeah, like Valo used to say to me, um, get everything done first, get them home, the feds will come automatically. Exactly. <laughs> and he was right with that, you know. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah, it's not. We're always learning. Still, we'll be learning in fifty times, fifty years time. We'll still be learning. Yeah, There's always right. new, new ways. Of you course. know, some sometimes people are more like years ago. Pea, pea feeding. You know, it was really big in Australia. People yeah. raising pigeons on peas. Yes, peas and wheat. And yeah. um, they were saying just peas, 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 and and I couldn't work that out. Like, <laughs> how the yeah. hell do you get them just on peas? You know, but it is the um, Australian way. Um, back in the olden days, um, that's what they used to do. But some people say, you know, some people are stuck in the olden ways. Mm. You need to start thinking a little bit different, you know. 
um, move on with move on with, with with the times and just try things and you will um, get better and better. And if you you know experiment, experiment like there's no you can feed on peas and probably win. You can feed on you know carbo loading your birds or fat loading. You can still win. So there's no rules. There's no rules. No, no there's not. Just get yeah, them right exactly. and keep going. Health. The health is very important and observation, true? Observation yeah, is very, yeah. very important. Observing the birds, how they're yeah. acting in the loft. Yeah. And you um, know what? Taking little things like this, you what know. What about, yeah, and, and don't be scared to ask questions, true? That's it, yeah. Don't be scared to ask questions. No, don't be we scared. Do, we ask questions like even yourself, Slave, like you said. You you and um, your... Your mates, your Marco. mates, your mates, or even Marco or other mates, they yeah. you know might ask each other questions and feed off each other. You know, that's like, it. That's it. You know, like <laughs> I do. We yeah. we motivate like like Marco. Um, he was going not bad all of a sudden. All of a sudden, he he dropped. Yeah. And I went I went in there and I said, um, I I don't like him. He said, why? I said, there's something wrong. And he's like, nah, nah, the birds are fine. I go, Marco, just take a uh, sit back and j- just watch the birds. Right? There's something wrong here. Yeah. No, no, no. no. I, are you sure? Like, I reckon there is because there's not many down feathers. The birds are looking a little bit off. He goes, oh, you reckon? And I made him think for a few days and he was thinking and he's like, oh, I'm going to send them anyway this week. And I said, oh, I don't really like what I'm seeing in there. But anyway, maybe I'm just overthinking, you know. Mm. And we lost 10 birds that week. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, you were right. What, do you, what would you do? And I said, oh, I don't know, mate. <laughs> just got to start medicating. Yeah. You know, and we got them. We got them right, and then the week after that, bang! Nearly all, all the birds came home. So excellent. It, it can make you, um, you know, you always got to be thinking, and the birds can, the birds can go down quick before you even know it, and you got to be on top of these things and always thinking. Exactly. You know, we, exactly. Don't, we don't have a microscope, so we're just like together. No. But sometimes the motivation like that will, um, like, you can be going really well your birds are tossing and all of a sudden like for, for example we're tossing with Robbie and he will get his birds home in 22 minutes Marco will get his birds home in 28 minutes yeah. there's something wrong there's something wrong there mm. you know like you got to look at these things oh no there's nothing but there is yeah there is so there if is. he's sort of getting his birds in 22 you should be getting 23 or 22 you know correct correct then they're coming they're coming better you know exactly but you know what sometimes you know it's, you need someone there. Like he's lucky you got he's got you there to uh, somebody to, to give him a, an opinion to Two see heads things. Two better than one. You know, like you you might not see what you can see, which is good. Mm. You know, yeah. So he was, yeah. He, like the he the was biggest lucky. thing for me is um is the the down feathers. Yeah. You know, you have a nice hard toss. The birds come home. They're resting an hour. You go in there after an hour. You should be seeing down feathers everywhere. Yeah. That's what I like to see. That's that's just like wow, they're looking good. Yeah. Okay. But if you don't see those down feathers a lot. Like, like you still get down feathers. Some pigeons are really good, but I like to see like the flock of birds like more down feathers. Yeah, it's just what what I think just for my own self. It's like, oh yeah, I like look at the down feathers. Look at the droppings. Oh yeah, these are good. Oh wow, they're looking good. Mm. Oh yeah, they're tossing good. They're coming. Oh yeah, this is all good. But when yeah. you don't see that, yeah, it's a bit like something is not quite right. You know. And that's it's just just how I think. And that's, that's where right. observation comes in. Yeah, if you got to yeah. be very observant. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you got to observe the birds. Yeah. Now, I've got to ask you. I want to ask you something. I mean, uh, only <laughs> I was going to ask you. We're doing a, a truck fund auction for our for us the VPO. Would you be kind enough to breed us a pair of youngsters for that? We're only asking yeah. the best, yeah. fly, uh, good flyers. Yeah. 
So I'm only, okay. we're only going to have probably 12 or no more than 15 birds. You know what I mean? Would you yeah. Would you be kind enough to breed us a pair of your squeakers or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll You're a gentleman, there, yeah. mate. You're a gentleman. I appreciate and, that. And when, when do you need them? Uh, tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm joking. No, I'm joking. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, when we need them, Ivan, we'll we'll, uh, well the sooner the sooner we can get them, the better. Because then, because we'll, we're gonna we'd like to do the auction uh, before Christmas. Yeah, before Christmas, obviously. It's gonna yeah. go on the Greater Melbourne auction site. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Look, even yeah, if yeah. you um, if you like, you uh, speak with Ivan and you know give him the. For degrees of what they are, and then we'll just um, yeah. You don't have you to know. give the bird straight away. Yeah. Just see which ones you're going to pair up for that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Tell us. Tell Ivan what it is, and then he can. Even if you take a photos of the, of the, the parents, parents or something, yeah. it'll be great. That's it. Yeah. You know, if, you if you don't okay. mind. So I'll just get in contact with Ivan. Ivan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Speak with Ivan, and um, yeah, that'll be great. All right, beautiful. Mate, thank you very much. We really appreciate that. Thank you very much. No worries, boys. Thank you very hey. much. Thank you, Pigeon Radio, for having me on. You're welcome, That's mate. Fine. Welcome any time, mate. It's a pleasure. We'll have you on again. Don't worry. This is not the only time. Don't yeah. you worry about that. Don't worry. You'll be winning more feds. I'll have Erjan and Rob and, and Marco and everybody coming here. Slap bread. That's slap bread. That's slap bread. Then I said to Joe, I said, we've got to get him on. Or was it the other way around? Marco, I said to you. <laughs> Marco done, done the work. Marco done the work. Robbie done the work. Yeah, Erjan that's done right. the work. I just breathe the bits. And they listen to you, yeah? They listen, though. Yeah, that's yeah, amazing. Yeah, but as Poi Waiten says, every time I have her on the radio, she says, you have to have good bird. That's you have right. to have a good bird. You have to have a good stock pigeon. <laughs> Very good stock pigeon. <laughs> Hundred percent, mate. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much, and we'll talk. Very, we'll talk again soon. Okay. All right. Thank you, boys. Yellow Drops is now available in Australia and distributed by Natural Pigeon Products. The authentic Yellow Drops is a product used by the great champions in pigeon racing for decades. They eliminate almost instantaneously, naturally, the fungi, trichomonas and bacteria existing in the upper digestive and respiratory system. To order your Yellow Drops now, call Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 or pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM sponsor Your one-stop produce and farming supplies Tara Meat We get racing pigeons racing horses racing cattle and poultry feeding All racing pigeon products and supplements available We also have live poultry sales Tara Meat stock feed and farming supplies 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale Open 7 days a week Telephone, Peter, on 0484-340-551. Southern FM sponsor. Flyright is a nutritional balancer product designed to assist racing pigeons to reach their racing capability and potential. Flyright contains a number of natural ingredients such as prebiotics, herb extracts, oregano, yeast functional fibers designed to increase the number of favorable microflora within the gastrointestinal tract. Flyright is a natural physical barrier to pathogens. Order your Flyright now at appliednutrition.com.au or phone us on 0732062568. Southern FM sponsor. For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM Sponsor. 
Pigeon Racing Victoria presents the Victoria Cup 2023. With a guaranteed first prize of $100,000, Australia's biggest race is on again, this time from Cobar, New South Wales. Sign up now for the Victoria Cup. It's on Sunday the 24th of September 2023. Rings are $100 each with one free ring for every 10 purchased. For details, visit pigeonracingvictoria.com. Southern FM sponsor. 88.3 Southern FM. On air and online via the free Community Radio Plus app. Download it now from the App Store or Google Play. Stop that pigeon now! And right now we have an interview that we recorded with Yellow Rosius from Belgium about the pigeon that was clocked from the Tassie race and won the Fed in the Victorian Racing Pigeon Union. Bred off the birds, Yelly sent me to Australia. Hi. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I think again yesterday, uh, yesterday was in Tassie and yeah, first it's good. Yeah. My second yeah. Bird after 20 minutes, 22 minutes. Yeah. So let's bet. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy, yeah, I'm happy. <laughs> you know, I first time I give funky call, yeah, you know, yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah, he got me, oh, that's your pigeon, yeah. Because before I do the Uber pigeon, the other player uh, hang, I put it in. I win the three times in the set. Let's, one, yeah, yeah, one, one yeah. time with the first fight, the two time coming in the set winner together. Yeah, that's good. Uber yeah, yeah, yeah. Uber is good pigeon. It's good pigeon. Yeah, Lee, I'll tell you, he clocked that bird yesterday from Tasmania, and his second bird was 22 minutes after. But even if you look at the velocity of that pigeon, that pigeon was going very fast. Well, you were good, yes. But you know, this one uh, is 400, 500, 600, 700. I say every week, I no stop. Not special, no. Maybe uh, muscles, muscles, everything is not good. That's my problem. After you know, fix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 405, 6, 7 every week. I, I will, because I don't have many pigeons, I always start 76. So uh, after middle long distance, every week, two guys in, I need the same every week. Yeah, so that's a problem, yeah. Yes, yeah, good pigeon, the way to go. Yes, yeah, good pigeon, yeah. And I told you when you sent me those birds, I don't want to make money on those birds because you sent me those birds as a gift, yeah? So I've been breeding those birds for people who are starters. Uh, the beautiful part breeding, yeah. That's the beautiful part of the game and that you can help each other and, and you can clock the pigeons. Oh yeah, now we, uh, my friend won first national, I was less money and, and we enjoy. Well, that's what Peter and me are doing. Peter now, he's already paired up that hen to a triple fed cock. Yeah, put you Alright, he paired it up today and he sent me the picture. He said, I pair it up. He said, I give you baby. So when he gives me babies from that pairing, then I'm going to put it back to the to your cock. Yeah, because let's let oh, talk, you know, let's do good. Yeah, I, I say every week after finish 700, I stop learning. Let's get you. So now I, I stop reading. I put a, you know, your hang thing. Yeah. I think it's better. We'll breed together and we'll make better pigeons, you see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. Yeah. Pigeon always, yeah. Good cock, good hang. That's right. Breeding a good pigeon, yeah. That's right. Yeah. I clock a little pigeon. Yeah. Thanks, Peter. Uh, yeah, the father and the mother of, of the grandson to granddaughter made in uh, 2021. Um, the father of the national ace this year of Pullman on the long distance uh, 
he is our uh, grandson, granddaughter mating to a certain cockbird of uh, Jos Verkammen. Then back to a hen, uh, uh, that's a combination of Ruben and Quinel. So that, that grandson, granddaughter mating, and you cross them out, it's working good for me. And even uh, like last year, the National Ace, Queen of Heaven on the young, in, with the young birds, um, the mother is out of grandson, granddaughter, Queen L. And the, the parents of the ace are again a grandson, granddaughter combination to a, a certain daughter of Queen L. Yeah, so no. that's that line breathing and, and that's yeah, that's working good. Well, for me. I can tell you that that water, that they cross the water from Tasmania is very, very difficult. I've got Joe Angelino here and he, he you've won a Tassie race, haven't you? It's not easy. No, it's not easy. I've come close. I've come second, third. Hello, hello, Jal, how are you? Uh, I'm, I'm okay, Joe. How are you? I'm good, thank Everything you, my good? friend. Yeah, good, good. You've got Tony here as well? Yeah. Ah, Tony. Jolly, how are you? I'm fine. How are you, pal? Good. Anyway, I'm getting strong. Actually, Tony's ah, won. That's good. I, I won two Tazis as well. Tony's yeah. won two Tazis. It's not easy, is it, Tony? Yeah, no. The best straight is. Um, it can be pretty tough racing. Oh yeah, the, I think the first one was around ten and a half, and the other one over eleven hours. Mm-hmm. Mine. Yeah, that's oh. head wind. Yeah, all the way. Mm. And it's not easy. No, it's not easy. Sorry? Not an easy race. No, no, no. That's for sure. That's no, for sure. that water, Bass Strait, is very, very uh, bad, very tough winds, and it's not easy to win a race from Tassie. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but your birds, yeah. Jelly, your birds can do it, you see? Well, that's, all, that's a good sign already. Yeah, that's yeah of course. I thank you to let me know even and, and no, it's, uh, thank I'm you happy, for sending I'm happy they can handle it. Thank you for sending me good pigeons. Oh <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> hopefully, Jelly, hopefully next year I can ring you and say thank you as well. Because Ivan's gonna breed me no. some squeakers <laughs> and I hopefully I can say the same. <laughs> a few, a few weeks ago I had uh, uh Team Fairfax, he was texting me also uh, out of the, the Goose New Queen L cockbird that he bought on the the pigeon that I donate for the Children's Hospital uh, oh, a few okay. years ago. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was from uh, Tim Fairfax. That Yeah, he bought that one, yeah. Yeah, and he, with, with, with uh, Johnny, uh, they bought it and he bred out of it and he had also uh, a, a fat winner, I believe, and second place and third place also uh, yeah. was very happy uh, with the descendants of that, that cockbird. And um, Tony, uh, you had, you, you, I bred some birds for Tony and I put them in Tony's loft. And Tony, uh-huh. you tell Jelly what you clocked. You clocked two of his pigeons too, didn't Yeah, I, I finished eight fat. Uh, yeah, he got eighth place in, in the race with, yeah. with your blood as well. So, oh, yeah. so they done all right yeah, yeah. for me as well. Now, now and, it's my and turn. I always think uh, if you only put uh, there are not that many pigeons of me in Australia, so uh, and we have already uh, good signs of, of people that are lucky uh, with the birds or with the descendants of pig- of those birds, uh, oh. and uh, that that's 
I'm always happy to hear things like that. So yeah, you've had some. Now that I have to bring uh, 150 birds on the market to to have only one or two people happy. Eh? Uh, nah. uh, that's what the Hubens always uh, a low number of birds and then a high percentage of success, and that's what you have to try to reach. And uh, if I hear things like that, uh, Ivan, you got a few. Uh, Tim had one, uh, yeah. and Johnny. Yeah, and and we hear already birds that are clocking, so uh, I'm happy with that. Thank you very much. No, they're doing very well, Yelly, and um, I don't know how long it's going to be before we can bring some more birds into Australia because you got problem in Europe with the bird flu, and at the moment oh, we yeah. can't we can't bring any birds in. No, I, I had Chris Chris on on uh, on the WhatsApp uh, texting, and and he said, yeah, it's it's. Uh, difficult now and he's, uh, he has birds that are waiting for 16 months or something. Yeah. yeah. Jeez, that long. Uh, yep. Wow. Well, yeah. here the, the bird flu, yeah, then in Holland they have some bird flu, then in Belgium it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's ups and downs, but yeah, more and more you're here now. Do you think, Yelly, it's going to settle down, this bird flu, or what's going to happen? What do you think? Settle down, bird flu, yeah, I don't know. Uh, first of all, we all know that pigeons uh, can't carry it to uh, to uh, one bird to the other. So, uh, well, yeah. yeah. Who's running the business in Europe? You have uh, all those green people, like we say, and and they oh. they are yeah, yeah. they are insane. Eh? Uh, they are guys, insane. They, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's I cool. don't know what what they are. Sometimes I think they are on cocaine or something, but. Uh, <laughs> Stupid they are here and also in our government. Oh, they are. Yeah. They they want to get rid of the nuclear plants and then they're gonna build uh, uh, g- gas uh, things that are more more uh, bad for nature than the nuclear thing. So mm. then you think uh, they are they are all <laughs> those guys. But, uh, who am I? Uh, yes, they are. Well, I yes, remember. Yes, yes. Uh, but they they make everything too soft. Uh, 20, 30, 50, 70, 100 years ago when they found a, a dead bird, you, you, you threw it in the, in, in, the, in the ditch or whatever and yeah. it was gone and nobody talked about it. But now if they, they see one, one bird is, is dead in, in, the, in, the, in the backyard, they, they go to emergency rooms. Yeah. Exactly. They That's are crazy. Right. Yeah. Well, they, did a, they did a silly announcement here today. They want to close all the... They want to close all the jails down. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah put all the prisoners they in. They're going to put the prisoners in everyone's houses. Yeah. They can oh, do, yeah? Yeah, they can do the, gar- they can do yeah, the gardening. Yeah. They can clean our lofts. Yeah. 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 They said they're going to put oh, the yeah. electronic bracelet on the prisoners and they can close all the jails down. Uh, they are crazy. <laughs> that, it'll never happen. It'll never happen. <laughs> You yeah. have to deal with it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, mate, all I can say is, mate, your, your birds are leaving a mark in Australia already. And there's not that many birds here, and they're doing really well. Yeah. Really well, your pigeons. Really well. Yeah, we had a, we had a, a few birds in, in, in Australia many years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in the meanwhile, nothing anymore. Yeah. And then... Now again a few, and then we had that auction of, uh, with the peepa thing and and all yeah. uh, those things, and now a few more birds are in in Australia again. But 
I think for several years we didn't have anything going to Australia uh, between the first and and, and the time right. and now. Uh, I think it was a first time. I, I had also people that uh, had success uh, uh, with uh, some birds. Yeah, them. yeah, that's right. Uh, I think it was a 15-year gap. I think those birds that you sent to Australia, that was 15 years before, and they were off the first first birds that you were winning the national. Uh, yeah, it was a long time ago. And, yeah. And, well, yeah, and I had people that were uh, happy with the results, so uh, that's good, and now again, so... Uh, yeah. Well, no, we, that's we, fantastic. We keep on doing what we are doing and, uh, and uh, feed on the ground, and and that's all we can that's do. That's right. Now, just and I want to ask uh, you before you go. I want to ask you before you go. I saw on on Facebook that you and Davey did a tour of. You're like rock stars, you two. You and Davey did a tour of Dubai recently. Oh yeah, yeah. Now now we are ready for Hollywood. <laughs> Look out, look out. Uh, We went to Qatar, to Doha, uh, Qatar, and we went to uh, uh, Dubai, uh, the United Emirates, and uh, visiting people and and, uh, just enjoyed the the, the holiday and visiting pigeon guys, and we had a great time. Very, very friendly people. Yep. Very good food. Uh, Yeah. We saw nice birds. yeah, everything was good. We had a good time. We enjoyed a lot, and, oh, and we, we met we met people uh, uh, from different uh, from just a local guy till uh, uh, an important guy and whatever. But really, uh, we had a good time, and it was really friendly people and good food, like I said. And 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 was the weather was warm for us. Yeah. It was. 36 to 38 Celsius. Oh, That's beautiful. for me a killer. Uh, but uh, yeah, we had a good time. The good part was in every car, yeah. uh, building, room, whatever. They had air conditioning. So oh, well, that's all right. That yeah. was good. Now, the other thing I want to ask you about, you've done an um, appearance on a documentary called The Human Playground, which is featured on Netflix and just tell us a little bit about that. That's going to come out soon in Australia. Tell us a little bit about that. You've done some work on the documentary for pigeon racing. Yeah, so they contacted me if they if I would participate in that series on, on Netflix. And uh, uh, I said, yeah, okay, that's fine. And then they were over here, I believe, three, four days uh, uh, filming and, and all those things, and then they went with us to the club. And, and when birds came home, and, and yeah, it, it's 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 nice. I, I saw it by myself now, and uh, uh, it will be in uh, 195 countries if I remember. Yeah, it's it's coming in Australia after Christmas. I think it's in America at the moment, and I think they've released it in the United Kingdom, and now they're going to release it in every country of the world. Yeah, and it's about uh, also other sports. So uh, people in Africa uh, doing uh, that sport and then uh, some people, I don't know, somewhere in the mountains or whatever. Those things we never saw, you will see on that. Mm. And then they have one chapter uh, on big business and then the pigeon sport will be in that chapter. Uh, oh, the beautiful. Big business. Yeah. Uh, but it's... it's I had a, a lot of people here in 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 uh, Belgium that saw it already, and and they uh, they they liked it a lot. So oh, very uh, good. It's, it's beautiful, also. Yeah, yeah. 
Excellent. And was it was it mainly in English that you were speaking in English or? No, I had to speak uh, my language, okay. uh, Dutch. Uh, but uh, I, they, I think they put subtitles, subtitles right, on yeah. it, or, or I know, I believe a voice is is translating. Oh, because okay, I a saw, voice is translating what you're um, saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw somebody sent it uh, from Mexico to me, and they uh, they did it in Spanish. So what I'm saying, <laughs> that guy is in selling Spanish. Spanish or something. So now but you. Then, uh, they use also a guy, uh, uh, yeah, it's a, a famous a movie star, uh, that guy is for The Voice, uh, yeah. that he's talking in that uh, series also. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's nice to see, really. Yeah. And like oh, I good. said, in, in 195 countries, you can see it, I think. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And, and that's a good promotion for the pigeon sport, yeah? Oh, yeah, it, it's... it's uh, it's not always about uh, when you see here we have a bad race. They put it in the media. Uh, when a bird gets sold for a one point something million, they they put it in the media. But it's also the the just uh, yeah, the normal things. And uh, yeah. just like the other day, I had uh, the, the the people of the the the, the youth club that they, they came to me and I said to them also uh, uh, <clears throat> we're gonna have a meeting and how to. To, to promote the sport in my province, to help the younger people, uh, things like that we're going to talk about. So, uh, oh, that's excellent. But I hear now, uh, in my area, you uh, easy five, six people that I know that are new flyers now for the future. Oh, so, very good. Excellent. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's good. So how, how do you do it in uh, Belgium? How do you get these young people? Because all these young people, all they do is stare at their iPads and iPhones all day. How do you get them interested in pigeons? Uh, really young. They are not, uh, they, are, uh, they are people of, of some of them uh, 30 to 40 years. That's still young, but, but for uh, not, they are not teenagers or anything. But my thing is um, most of the times they get the wrong guidance and mm. they give up fast, I think. And yeah, other pigeon fans that sometimes they make it too complicated for, for yeah that's uh, right the you're news, right uh, for the beginners and 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 also I think they need to do something from out of national level so support those 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 beginners with uh, provide them with the electronic system in 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 a way like you can you can uh, uh, have it for five years for a small amount or yeah, anything yeah. so they can build up everything step by step yeah. So help them in the big cost uh, to start uh, the game. We have enough money involved in the game. We have enough big stars that can help. Yeah. Uh, like the other day, you saw you saw uh, uh, Plateau from West Flanders. He's yeah. a, a top flyer also, and yeah. he donated, a, 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 I believe, more than 100 birds to to young people, to beginners, and, and oh, that's very good uh, as a gift. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's excellent. Things like that are sure important is. for the sport. Eh? Yeah, uh, because what we're trying to do here in Australia, we're trying to do the same sort of thing to get the younger people because you remember when you come to visit us in Australia, you said to me it's very important to encourage the younger people. Yeah, that, that's the thing, to encourage, to don't make it too difficult. If somebody come here, like the other day, I had a guy over here, hmm. yeah, I want to start with pigeons, and the first question, what you try to reach? How much time do you have? Mm. Is your wife happy you have the pigeons? Mm. 
do you have a job? Uh, are you uh, retired? Whatever. Can you? Then I always say fly only with young birds for the, the first five years, trying to find uh, how you can combine it with your private life. Yeah. Keep everybody happy in in your family, and then you can enjoy the sport the most. That's right. Uh, and uh, like I said, uh, sometimes people get the wrong guidance. And yeah, and well, do you have the do you have the problem in do you have the problem in Belgium? Like, I don't know, some of the older older people that have been involved with the sport for fifty or sixty years, they sort of go around and they they sort of say, "Ah, the sport's dying. We can't do nothing about it." You know. Wrong attitude. <laughs> Wrong attitude, of course. Of course, yeah, because they make everything complicated. And if they, if you want to change something, sometimes those old timers they are the pain in the ass. They don't like change. They don't like change. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, you're right, Jelly. You're right. You're right. We you have know, to... and it's it's very sad to say things like this. That sometimes. People have to die before you can change something, <laughs> and that's not good. If you no. have to, if you say, if this, if you have to say things like that, no, I know. but that's the, that's reality. Yeah, they don't like change, do they? Excuse me. The old people don't like change. Uh, no, but they are too stubborn also to open the eyes. Yeah, correct. correct. No, you're right. You're right. Correct. Not well, all of them. Because no, not all of them. It's always yeah. Yeah. No, 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 because I met in, in all those years, now I'm traveling, you, you meet also older people, and especially out of the country, you have uh, people from a certain age of 70, 80 years, they are more modern in, in their way of uh, handling uh, compared to a lot of uh, people over here from the same age. Uh, because out of Belgium, we are more, uh, uh, in Belgium you have... Uh, the people are more, uh, yeah. They stick always to the same, you know. They they don't want to change a lot. In Holland, it's different. The Holland people are more ahead of us all the time. Yeah. One way, it's also good to be like we are, eh? uh, to wait more and and to see what happen and and things like that. Eh? You yeah. don't have to be uh, ahead all the time, of course, because. But yeah, uh, you have to find that that good uh, combination of both. Uh, but sometimes, yeah, some old timers they, they can be a pain in the ass. Trust me. <laughs> That's true. I agree. I agree. Yeah, no, it's true. Like we we're trying those. You can imagine. We're trying. We're trying those new um, new methods of transportation for pigeons. You know the ones with the baskets in the in like the Giraldi transporter from Germany, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah so we're yeah, trying yeah. those. A few federations have now updated their trucks and they've they've uh, dumped the old system and they've gone to this new system. And you've got the old timers saying, "Oh, the birds don't get enough oxygen in those trucks, and it's no good for the pigeons." And you know what I mean? And they lose just mm-hmm. as many birds as what we do. <laughs> <laughs> and they they lose they lose as oh, much yeah. yeah of course they do on their trucks yeah oh yeah yeah on the old truck they yeah. on the old oh, transporter yeah. yeah the old trucks yeah but the Geraldis are good good trailers uh, uh, they use them a lot here in Europe also and, yeah and, I know and, they do. and I was in 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 uh, in Qatar in Doha in in the in the in the club over there and they also use the same uh, Geraldi truck yeah 
uh, and people are very happy with it, and it's 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 professional and it's good and yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, the, don't put too don't don't put too many cockbirds in the basket. That's also uh, sorry, uh, pigeons in the basket. That's right. Uh, and also something that I feel it's really important. And I tried to tell already a few years now here in 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 Belgium that uh, make a, uh, if you put cockbirds in a basket or hens, put a lower number of cockbirds in a basket compared to hens, because when you lose ten birds, let's say, you will lose seven cockbirds or six and three or four hens. Uh, why cockbirds? Uh, they say hens are better to to uh, to fly the the race, but that's not true. I flew this year the long distance with only cockbirds. The hens were not kicking my ass, but we we put on those races shipping on Wednesday for Saturday. We put only 16 to 18 cockbirds in a basket. If we ship the day after on Thursday for Saturday uh, on a five six hundred kilometer, then we put 22 cockbirds in the same basket. So. If we go to the seven eight hundred, they put sixteen to eighteen, and if we go to to the the, the five six hundred, they put twenty to twenty two. So that's that's the killer uh, for cockbird because if you see the the the, the cockbird is is always the average is is bigger, he's more active. So we need in the pigeon need more space compared to a hen. And and that's something that I think is, is important uh, also in losing less pigeons, especially for cockbirds. Because if you also put too many birds in that basket, n- not all the birds can go have a drink. Eh? If you have to go to the bar and, and, and there is a lot of people at the bar and you, you want to buy some drinks, yeah, it's not right. easy to get your drinks, you know? Yeah, that's correct. Uh, You're right. And, uh, and that's something yeah. that I that I think uh, and and I, I talked with a few big guys here, and they said, "Yeah, we never thought about it like like you uh, uh, like that." And and that's what I think. If you see also uh, just to the the cockbird himself, yeah, we all know cockbirds are more active in the loft, but they are almost also more active in the basket. Yeah, that's right. And, and why are the and why are those hens uh, not kicking our ass on on the seven eight hundred? Uh, Compared to the five six hundred, yeah, because those cockbirds on the seven eight hundred and longer distance, they have more space in the basket. They can relax easier, and they 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 can start the the, the journey uh, almost on the same level like the ants can do. You know, yeah. And that's something I that I I just want to give you a, a, an advice. I would I would consider this also. Yeah, no, that's uh, good advice. And Very good advice. Yeah. Yeah, that's good it's advice. Something stupid, maybe you think, but I think it's um, no, no. I don't important. think it's. I think it makes a lot of sense. It's very logic, very logical. Well, you notice, you notice what happened. Uh, some of the feds when they loaded up, yeah, there's too many birds, too many birds in the too unit, many birds, yeah. and it wasn't good. No good, you know. And probably half of them they won't drink. And it, that's no, what that's, he's saying. That's yeah. what he's saying. You can't he's load comparing up. it to if you go to a <laughs> to a hotel. And you want a drink, and there's a hundred people oh, at right. the bar. How are you going to get a drink? Easy, you get gel, come with you, and everyone moves. <laughs> Everybody moves. <laughs> Everybody yeah, moves. Reality, yeah. uh, we tested several years ago. With uh, we had a very very hot weekend for us. 
And uh, we couldn't fly the national race from the government. They said, you cannot fly only until 200 kilometers. So we did it. And I called my club and I said to the guy, we put only 16 to 18 pitches in the basket and not more. Yeah. And they put 16 to 18 birds in the basket. And you saw, we saw all the birds were laying down in the crate. Comfortable. We went and we flew together with another club. And they didn't do it because they were thinking about their money. Oh. But we, we, we cleaned the sheet up. We, we kicked their ass like crazy. And the birds, the week after they went again to a national, we, we didn't saw any problems, with no losses or anything. Everything was good, but only 16 to uh, 16 cockbirds and about 18 hens in that basket. And they were all laying down, all relaxing. They could drink easy. And we had good returns. We, I think we... The race closed in, in, in about 10 minutes. Gee, good. Yeah. That's good. very good. So, on, and it was hot, believe me, for us eh? uh, yeah. here, eh? because we don't have the temperatures you guys have. No. But if we reach 35 to 36 Celsius, it's for us, for us it's hot. Yeah. Okay. And we, we can't get used to it because uh, then all of a sudden, two days later, the temperature drops like crazy, but... Uh, we have too much difference. You guys have more uh, a steady uh, temperature, maybe yeah. during summer compared That's right. to us. It's more constant. Yeah, this goes up and down like a no, yeah. It's not constant. Yeah. yeah. You know what I like about them trucks? The what are they call the trucks? Geraldi trucks. Um, the fact uh-huh. that the, when the pigeons get liberated, not one pigeon hits the ground. Not one. Oh yeah. Because yeah. you know, obviously the. They they start coming out from the bottom and coming up. You know what I mean. So the old yeah, system, yeah. the old way now, the way they do it, when the birds are released, boom, they, yeah, they the top them. birds hit the bottom birds and they go to the ground. The old way, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, the old system. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the old system, which is not yeah, good. Yeah, but it's a good, it's a, it's a good truck. Generally, uh, they build good, yeah. good stuff. Hundred yeah, percent. Very very uh, reliable, and I hear people are happy with it. Very happy. A lot of people here in, in, in the area, they bought in the past uh, so, uh, very small trailers for 100, 200 birds or something, and, and yeah. they work with it. Uh, yeah, it's a good company. Yeah. Uh, and you will you will have uh, uh, fun with the, the truck, believe me. It, it's good. But think about that number of birds in, in the crate in the and, 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 and that yeah. number of cockbirds compared to hens. It, I, yeah. Yeah. For me, it's important. Yeah. I agree with you. I oh, agree yeah. with you. You know how it goes. Eh? They all think about the money and, and, and yeah. we need to make as much as uh, uh, possible profit. And, and, and so more birds in a crate, Yeah, they can put more b- birds in a truck. And then, yeah, you know how it goes. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. You know what they're scared of? The cleaning. Oh, we've got to clean an extra basket. You know? Oh, That's what they're probably yeah, worried yeah. about, cleaning. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Why, why put five yeah, baskets when we can jam them in but, four? Yeah, That's crazy. You pay the guy who has to clean. Uh, Correct. I don't know, but you, guy, you, you pay the, the, the guy who clean the, the, the crates or not? No, yeah. we clean them. We clean them no, ourselves. No, the clubs, we, the clubs clean them themselves. We clean them ourselves. So it's no problem. Oh, yeah. doesn't matter if we use six, seven, eight. We clean them. Yeah. Well, you're, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're right. It makes sense. And you know? what do you say, Jelly? Some people say that the birds don't get enough oxygen in those trucks because they close the shutters. But, of course, when the truck stops, they open the truck up, yeah? So what do you think about that when people say they're not getting enough oxygen, the pigeons? Yeah, but they're, they're, normally if you have a Geraldi, there is a ventilation system in it also, I know. 
That's mm-hmm. correct. 100%. And that's what the Greater Melbourne's truck like and the, the VPO's truck. We've got fans in them, so the fans kick in. If there's a certain temperature, the fans come on and out goes the, the hot air and brings in the cool air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the problem well, is well, some the problem of the old timers, some of the old timers here refuse to race national races or something in those trucks because they reckon that it's not good for the birds. A lot of rubbish. Well, then they don't fly, eh? If they don't want to go with the truck, they stay home. It's not that difficult. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, you're, you're right. right. Always at bullshit. I, but get that number of birds in a crate down and yeah. you will see they will return back. That's right. Yeah, you're right. I think we have and, to try that. The thing. Mm. Yeah, they 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 have to uh, can go to drink water easy, and then you will have less losses. Uh, True. Well, yeah, he's right. Uh, that that's a problem with a lot of birds in the crater. <laughs> yeah, and that's why with the VPO, yeah. the Greater Melbourne, we don't put too many birds in. You look at other federations; they jam them in, and you think, "What the hell are you doing?" You know, how, how, it's not good. How, how, are you, how are the birds are going to drink, like you said, Joey? How are they going to drink? How are they going to eat? Especially when you've got too many yeah. cocks in one, one little, yeah, you know, right. they start fighting and, you know, nah, not good. Yeah, when when to- we eat in, in the club, when we fly on national level even, and I, then I call to my club and, and uh, guys, the temperatures are going up, the number is going down. Uh, yeah, yeah, we put less. And yeah. we don't care if, if even if we... Uh, have to ask the people. Uh, some, if we have to ask the flyers, the good flyers, they will pay even more money to to, to have uh, the birds in a better condition. That's right. Uh, exactly. Exactly. We don't care about the birds. It. Come first. They That's come true. first from the start to the no. finish, from the first race to the last race. You know, you got to look after them all the way through. That's correct. Oh yeah. True. And that's just. And if you want to keep on flying in the future. You have to deal with the green people. <laughs> you have to. Yeah, but it's the reality. Yeah, you yeah have you're to, right. Uh, I've got one solution for the green the, people. The, 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 <laughs> the animals, a better uh, treatment also uh, in the crates, whatever, where, I don't know. But you you have to uh, give them a better uh, start and, and to keep them fresh and all the things. And, and then the government will follow you and, and will be and not a pain in the ass if you do things like that. Exactly. Correct. It was a pleasure to talk to you again and uh, look after yourself, say hello to your family, say hello to everybody in Belgium that knows us from Australia, and uh, we'll talk again. All right, guys. Thank Enjoy. you. And uh, we talk soon. Yellow Drops is now available in Australia and distributed by Natural Pigeon Products. The authentic Yellow Drops is a product used by the great champions in pigeon racing for decades. They eliminate almost instantaneously, naturally, the fungi, trichomonas and bacteria existing in the upper digestive and respiratory system. To order your Yellow Drops now, call Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 or pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM sponsor Your one-stop produce and farming supplies Tara Meat We get racing pigeons racing horses racing cattle and poultry feeding All racing pigeon products and supplements available We also have live poultry sales Tara Meat stock feed and farming supplies 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale Open seven days a week Telephone, Peter, on 0484 340 551. 
Southern FM sponsor. Flyright is a nutritional balancer product designed to assist racing pigeons to reach their racing capability and potential. Flyright contains a number of natural ingredients such as prebiotics, herb extracts, oregano, yeast functional fibers designed to increase the number of favorable microflora within the gastrointestinal tract. Flyright is a natural physical barrier to pathogens. Order your Flyright now at appliednutrition.com.au or phone us on 07-3206-2568. Southern FM sponsor. For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. Pigeon Racing Victoria presents the Victoria Cup 2023. With a guaranteed first prize of $100,000, Australia's biggest race is on again, this time from Cobar, New South Wales. Sign up now for the Victoria Cup. It's on Sunday the 24th of September 2023. Rings are $100 each with one free ring for every 10 purchased. For details, visit pigeonracingvictoria.com. Southern FM sponsor. Now you can listen to Southern FM on the go with Community Radio Plus, the home of Community Radio. The brand new app means you can listen in wherever you are. You'll also discover Community Radio's best podcasts and independent news. As well as listening via 88.3 FM, you can now support your Community Radio station by downloading Community Radio Plus. Get it from Google Play or the App Store today. While you're there, don't forget to leave five stars. Oh, well, what a show we had for you today. Look, we can't talk long because uh, we had a long show and it's just about to go. So goodbye, Tony. Goodbye, Ivan. Goodbye, Joe. Goodbye, listeners. And goodbye to everybody around the world. And hopefully we'll catch you next week. And goodbye to you, Mr. Joe Angelino. Goodbye to the listeners. Hope you enjoyed the show. Like Ivan said, it was jam-packed, full yeah. of fun. Yeah. And every week, same thing. So yeah. have a great week. Cheerio, everybody. Cheerio. Stop the pigeon. Stop the pigeon.